Pick That Out is sponsored by SJ Skirm Accountants, who provide all accountancy services, including limited company accounts, tax returns, VAT returns, CIS, bookkeeping, tax planning, and payroll. Switching accountants is easy, and anyone who does want to switch to SJ Skirm Accountants, just mention Pick That Out, and you will receive a 25% discount on your first year's fees. Call Steve on 07809-121028 or find SJ Skirmy Accountants on Facebook. Find SJ Skirm Accountants on Facebook. Welcome to Pick That Out, your local football podcast, interviewing local legends. Um, I'm here today with co-host Lee Smith and producer Charlie. How are you, boys? Yeah, not bad, mate. You? Very well, mate. Merry Christmas. How was your Christmas? Yeah, very good. Very full. I'm still full. Probably could do without eating for about a month. <laughs> um, as you can imagine, I indulged as much as I could. Your beef looked unbelievable, Reese. Yeah, it's very pink. It was good. Still got a bit left, so I'll enjoy that later, probably. Oh, fair play. What about you, Chaz? Yeah, not bad. Went to uh, Bournemouth, down by the sea, for a few days, which nice. was nice. So... Did you go in? No. There was a lot of people going in, though. <laughs> yeah, I so, bet there were. Yeah, it's quite nice. Quite nice to get And how about yours, mate? I had an absolute fucking shocker of a meal. Uh, gonna... I ain't going to name names. No. I, am, I wouldn't do that. No slander around here. No, but I had an absolute stinker. Fucking school dinner it was, uh, but there we go. Uh, you know, I cooked one last night to make up for it. Perfect. So uh, part of the pain I've been feeling for the last few days. Um, <laughs> I don't know about you, but like the Christmas dinner is my favourite meal of the year. Well, I, I, look I don't. So I'm not much. a turkey fan though. I, the Christmas dinner is great. Turkey or turkey? Not. Tur- <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jordy. Um, yeah, I yeah I went for beef and lamb, but yeah, it was. Uh, I agree. It's a it's a it's a great meal to look forward to. But um, I brought my boy uh, Nintendo DS. It's got all the old Mario games on it. So wow! Me, I've been I've been trying to get that off him for the last three days. <laughs> Can't wait for him to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Chloe. Me versus oh, you. It's not a DS. Sorry, it's a Switch. <laughs> Jake was on one, but um, you know, Jace at the Queen's Head in Horsebath is hosting us. We've. Uh, Turned up today. He's got the lattes on the go. We're currently sat in the uh, in the restaurant part. Yeah. He's opened up early for us. What a legend! Yeah. Um, good pub, this isn't it, Reese? You come here mate. a lot, don't you? Absolutely, yeah. Come here quite often. It's a good uh, good spot for going to Oxford Games. Yeah. Just down the road. Yeah. And uh, not only that, it's uh, I actually can vouch for it because I, I ate a meal in here the other day. Um, with a few lads and it's Thai and it's very authentic yeah it's uh, mate it was really really good really we'll good we'll have a bit after this aren't we yeah we'll have a little if, if the chef's here we'll have a try <laughs> yeah it was um, but that's genuine as well that's not just because they're letting us use it it was really really good food so shows football give it a go football they've got fruit machines they've got jukebox <laughs> It's a proper pub. Toilets. Toilets, everything. <laughs> yeah, you can't believe bar. it. And in the summer, he puts a marquee out the back, and it's uh, there's a little playground for the kids, so you can dump them in there. There's a few characters drinking here as well, aren't there? Do you want to shout out a few of the regulars? Ah, uh, well, Lee Joshua is one that springs to mind. He's a listener, he lives, isn't he? Lives just down the road, yeah. yeah. A load of the football lads. Adam Lovegrove comes in here, I think, yeah. quite a bit. Um, Rocky. I come, I come up, yeah, Rocky and... I come up here with Daniel Warren quite often as oh, we... Oh, my boss. Work friends. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so yeah, and there's there is a good crowd actually. It's it's a good crack. So but yeah, big shout out to Jace for for hosting us today. That's um that's good. Um, moving on to the charity section. Um, I've been I've sort of recently became friends <laughs> friends on Facebook with a with a chap called Paul Blair, who um he is the head of Abingdon Extreme Fundraisers, um and they've been sleeping rough from the twenty second to the twenty seventh. Um, in Oxford Town Centre raising money for um, two wonderful charities which is uh, TAB, the Abingdon Bridge and the Hope and Vision Communities so um, yeah we're just going to have a little listen to, to his message now. My name's Paul Blair, I run Abingdon Extreme Fundraisers, The Gift of Giving. I have a great core team of people that have put a lot of time and effort into our fundraising group. We've been running now for about five years and um, We've done a charity event every month in 2023. We've always pushed the boundaries, mentally and physically. We do these events for local charities in our area. Um, we're on a charity event today. Well, we've been on a charity event since the 23rd of December and we finish on the 27th of December. We've been sleeping rough in Oxford City Centre. Um, we are doing the charity event for Abingdon Bridge, TAB. They do brilliant work in the town of Abingdon and um, they deal with children from 13, young adults from 13 to 25. You know, I hold this charity quite close to my heart because, um, you know, when I was a young kid and I was on my journey and on my path, I used to go there and play pool. And so for me, I try to always raise money for their cause. And Hope and Vision is another charity we're raising money for. And um, they deal with people in recovery and help people that have come out of rehabilitation centres and have housing, a, a housing scheme in place. And um, they're doing great work all over the country. And I hold this charity quite close to my heart as well because I know the guy Tony the founder and um, he's doing brilliant work so for me you know um, like I said we always like to do charity events that whole close stuff quite close to our heart but um, yeah so you know I want to say thank you to everyone over the years all the sponsors all the people that have donated and all the support we've had, each individual part of this team, we've all had support one way or another by somebody. And um, you know, all the praises that we've had on this journey has really made our journey a lot easier. So, you know, but yeah, so the, you, anybody could donate or wanted to donate, go on Abingdon Extreme Fundraisers, the gift of giving and check up out our page, check out our events, and uh, check out what we've been doing. And um, I hope everyone has a great 2024, and um, everyone take care and God bless. So yeah, and uh, so that yeah, that, that was a message from Paul, and uh, the link will be on our, um, or is on our Facebook page, and we'll post it again. So if you want to, uh, you wanna donate to those causes, then please, please do, they're doing some sterling work, and uh, keep an eye out for them, because they do something every month, as you just said. So, um, so Gylo of the week then, Reese. Have you done your homework this week? Or, yeah, um... I was expecting big numbers this week as the guest is uh, very influential around the area. So He has been begging us to come on since we started, <laughs> to be fair to him. Um, and obviously we had to get the big boys out of the way first. Yeah. But yeah, today's guest, um, he's finally got his, 
he shot at the big time, so uh, it might so, yeah. to a few listeners. So who's your Gilo of the week? My Gilo of the week this week is Gilo, uh, actually. Really? Yeah. yeah. I just thought I'd look at the what the name of the segment's called and just use that. That was an easy option. To be fair, he's done some sterling work behind the scenes for yeah. us, which will which will become apparent. He's done some good work behind the scenes. So thank you, Gilo. And uh, as usual, mate, you have won. Fuck all. all. So on to our guest, uh, we have, uh, this has been a long-awaited guest, we've wanted Rosie on for, uh, for a very long time. Massive scalp. Massive scalp. So, uh, over <laughs> to, we, we have former Chelsea, Oxford United, Abingdon Town, Oxford City and Marlow legend, Peter Rose Brown. Yeah. I'm, I'm clapping myself. <laughs> <laughs> so you should, how are you mate? Yeah, good, good, good. Um, I've been pest- How long have you been pestering me now? <laughs> You're on my initial shortlist from day one. Okay, good. Thank you. No, no, I've been been a bit of a busy man, mate. So, <laughs> no, that's good. Thanks for asking me over. So. No, thanks for coming on. How's everything going then? Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm still involved in football. You know, uh, 61 years old now. 62 on Monday. Thought a birthday. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, still involved in football. Yeah, I'm still living a dream. So, you know, still get nervous before games. Still doing stuff, you know, at the stadium on a on a match day and going into the change rooms with stuff. So I'm on the pitch and I do the radio. Just it's great, you know. I've been since I left school, the day I left school, becoming an apprentice at Chelsea. Yeah. And now I'm still and I'm still involved in football. So just honestly, I'm living the dream, man. Still. It's tough to do. I mean, how many how many ex players manage to stay in football for their whole working career? You do get you get some, but it's few and far between. Um, you know, Les Taylor's just retired last year or the yep. year before last because uh, he's an old git. Um, <laughs> so he's retired, but he was in and out of football all yep. his life as well. Yeah. But you're right, you know, it's just, on match days we have Pete Foley. You know, we all know Skull. Yeah, um, helps me out on a match day. Bino helps out on a match day, but he's now back in working oh. with the academy kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got Jeremy Charles upstairs on a match day. So on a match day, yeah. we get two or three ex pros, which is great to host. But on a day-to-day basis, I don't suppose there's many that have done stuff like me. I mean, when I ran the football in the community, when I first retired, and I ran the community coaching, most of the ex, most of the community boys from the other clubs in the football league, yeah, were ex-players from that club. But that's that's changed. So when we all, all used to get together, we'd all used to play against each other and stuff, and we used to get absolutely trolled on a Thursday night. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I know I'm fortunate, so therefore I, I just appreciate every, every day I can at work. Wicked, wicked. So um, let's go back to the start then. Where did it all start for you? Um, same as everybody else, we're kicking the ball about in the street. And, yeah. You know, playing Kirby and mum yeah. shouting, tease up and coming and then going back out to football again. I don't know, I was just born in Hampton, uh, just Hampton Court that way. Um, and I don't know, just enjoyed my football, playing for Hampton Rangers, got spotted when I was 11. Yeah. By Bill Nicholson, uh, ex Tottenham manager and everything else, and he was he's, he, he watched me play against um, some some uh, district teams. I was playing for Richmond. They asked me to sign for him, Tottenham at eleven. Dad said no. Really? Yeah. Good dad lad. said no. Good lad. Yeah. <laughs> he said, so who's your dad's team? Uh, dad was dad's at Liverpool. Dad was still waiting for me to get that phone call. <laughs> um, dad said no at eleven. He said because Tottenham would never win any trophies. <laughs> he was right. He was right. This was, this was back in nineteen seventy. Ahead of his time. Um, he said I was too young. And then Chelsea came in for me when I was eleven. Dad said no as well. Then uh, apparently, unbeknown to me. And then when I got into secondary school at Teddington. 
uh, I played in a in a in a trial game, uh, and then and I played in a game, and, and Chelsea asked me to go along at twelve, and Dad said yes. Okay. So Good I went. Choice. But yeah, I went to Mitcham training ground, and then yeah, one of those days where everything just clicks. You never have one of those, Lee, have you? Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, scored five goals, and they just asked me to sign schoolboy form, so just just signed like a mini agreement, and it yeah. was there till I was fifteen, and then. It's my absolute dream. That was yeah. Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. not have been the dream, mate. You live my dream. But it was good. I mean, I, I wasn't following anybody then. If I went to watch anybody, I was watching Brentford, my local team. Yeah, so with my dad. Um, but I played Saturday morning for school. Played Saturday afternoon for district. Played Sunday for Hampton. So I never used to watch football much. Yeah. Um, I used to, you know, in my sticker book was Chelsea, <laughs> Man United, sorry, Tottenham, and just, just, I just enjoyed football. But I didn't follow anybody. But once I got to 15, this was a classic, get to 15 and the window of opportunity opens um, for other clubs to come in for you, yeah. which happens, still happens here, as you know. So Tottenham came back in for me with Arsenal and uh, Palace, QPR and Chelsea wanted me, so five London clubs wanted which is lovely, you know, it's just not nice warm feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Bond off Arsenal and Tottenham, too far to go, plus they had loads of money and our thought, me and my dad's thought was if you need a left wing or a centre forward because I was playing centre forward then. Um, okay. He said they can just go and buy one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, he looked at the Chelsea team, and you know, you had, you had boys that were coming through the ranks, and you had more opportunity of getting in the first team at Chelsea than you would do at Tottenham and Arsenal. So I went to Palace for a short time. Uh, mm -hmm. Got taken out for lunch by Terry Venables. Yeah, mum and dad. Yeah, great day. Great can you day. Tell us about him. Yeah, he was he was quality. We we went up to uh, Sellers Park and he he's, he flashed the cash uh, uh, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna sign here. Yeah. And then Dad was a little bit more wiser to it. I, I went to Palace for a week and trained there yeah. during Easter holidays. Didn't enjoy it. Lots of kids. So, oh, I don't know. I just didn't get that feeling of it wasn't a Chelsea feeling. I've been to Chelsea since I was, I was twelve. So went to QPR. Uh, spent a bit of time there. Dave Sexton come and watched me sort of play. Played yeah. a couple of games for them. Didn't get the buzz. So decided to, to sign for Chelsea. So okay. that was a big day for me. I remember sitting on the stairs and dad ringing uh, QPR and saying, Pete's made his decision. Yeah. It's like I was 14. Yeah. And uh, big decision, that's it's up to you. Oh really? And I went, no. <laughs> I said, no, I can't make those decisions. Did you, did you have a favorite or were you quite open to all? I was, um, no, I was open to all three. Cause I, but he just said, what do you think? And I just said, well, Palace, I'm not sure. Didn't, didn't really enjoy the training and lots of kids. and. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I said, and then QPR was, well, I don't know, I didn't get that feeling. And I said, because I've you know, been at Chelsea for a while, I just went, I'm going to plump for Chelsea. And he went, fine. I said, I'll get in the first team there. And he went, okay. And that, and that was, I'm thinking now, that's a massive decision for a 14 year old kid. Yeah, my boy's 14. Yeah. And he, he can't decide whether he has like Weetabix or, <laughs> or, or, <laughs> or, or whether to get out of bed or not. It's that one. Um, so I signed, signed by them, uh, left school. Signed an apprenticeship, mm -hmm. two-year apprenticeship, like in those days. That scored in 78, uh, 1978, not 1878. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah, did a year, Danny Blanchflower, mm -hmm. uh, ex-Tottenham legend, you know, Northern Ireland uh, captain and stuff, signed me. And I, I, I did a year, and then they signed me as a pro. I only did a year's apprenticeship. I was doing all right, obviously cleaned the booths and the toilets quite well. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, uh, what yeah. do you think, that's, that's, that's 
fading out the game now. It's gone, isn't it? Can't do that anymore. They can't do that. that that's can't bullying. Someone, now. Yeah, can't the boots. Yeah. Well, they, they they pick them up and scrub them off, but the the, the pitches are so nice now, and boots don't get dirty. <laughs> Good point. Different to what we play. Oh my god, I've got I've got some photographs. You, you watch the games on the big match or whatever now, yeah. and it's just my boy says that is unbelievable. Max says, I said, yeah, but no one moaned about it. He used to go on there. Well, you know the famous Hereford goal that picked on that day? Yes. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. just mud, isn't Body, it? Yeah. Well, yeah. But, and then you could always, like, all the fans come on the pitch, like 2,000 fans come on, and then they go off. Yeah. And then they don't get banned. It's fine. No, that's good. <laughs> don't mention the good old days anymore. Um, yeah, so it's fine. Just cracked on with that and then made my debut at 17. So, so what did your old man think about your debut goal, in particular, who it was against? Um, yeah, my, my debut goal, my Liverpool goal, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, because that was a Liverpool supporter, so uh, I can't remember actually. No, uh, is that Stamford Bridge or? Um, can't remember, 13th of February 1982. <laughs> <laughs> what minute? Six, six minutes past three. Uh, oh, now you reminded me, yeah, yeah. No, um, yeah, the, when the draw came out, it was just crazy because we were, the five years I was at Chelsea, we, we were second division. Like the championship now, so second division. Yeah. Um, we were up, we were we weren't great, uh, but we we played for the badge and it's different. Yeah. yeah we weren't on good money, but we we're on decent money, sort of thing to yeah. a point. So and the draw come out, you know, Chelsea versus Liverpool FA Cup, and we all went, okay, if we win the toss, that'd be a bonus, sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> if we get a corner, double bonus. <laughs> um, Liverpool were European champions, you know, like Dalglish, Rush, you know, Grobler in goal. Yeah. Um, Hanson, he just goes through the Dalglish, he just goes through the team. Lawrence McDermott, Lowe played, yeah. He's, hang on, Lowe's in there. Phil Neal right back. Yeah. Phil, I got, uh, yeah, uh, it's one of them. But my dad, he'd been a Liverpool support, I said, that's fantastic. Yeah. He wasn't well at the time, he had, a, he had um, water on the brain, excuse me, he had water on the brain. So he was due for an operation, so he went into uh, Maidenvale Hospital in London and he had a tube put in and everything else. Um, so uh, I used to say, say to Dad, um, he had water on the brain, he would stick him in the sauna, mate, he whistled. But <laughs> <laughs> he was ready. Um, so anyway, we played and he was listening to the radio, to be fair. Yeah. Um, we had bandages on, everything else. So he was listening to the radio. He had six minutes into the game, just toe poked the ball off of Terry McDermott, yeah. got the ball back off of Colin Lee. Bad first touch for Colin, but I, I then I just one on one with a keeper, yeah. with Grobler. No one's going to catch me, man. You know, I was. I was quick as lightning but um, <laughs> not the best finisher <laughs> and I realised I think it was 48,000 at the bridge and I realised if I score I'm going to be a hero here is this what through your head is it, no, honestly, that moment before yeah I, I just I can still like and, and if I miss I'm going to absolutely smashed um, <laughs> and I, I hit it I didn't hit it great but I hit it and it just you know and it took an age to go in and it just went in, inside the post and just wheeled away and Arms everywhere, just ridiculous celebration. Lives, yeah. Um, Colin Lee picked me up, and I've got a great photograph of me like being lifted up. And how old you pick? Uh, so see, I was I was twenty. Okay. So um, still quite raw, you know what I mean. Mm. So, but uh, where did you find out you were going to make your debut? Was it like the day before or on? Uh, made my debut. That wasn't my, my debut. Was oh, sorry, uh, yeah, debut. no, no, no. Was oh goal. no, oh no. Okay. God, that would have been a, a dream, dream yeah. debut. No, the debut was Wrexham in 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 '79. Uh, but um, I, I, you know, I scored a couple since then, but it was just, that was the biggest that's occasion. Like the big that's, the, that's the big, the that's big put, put me on the map. Yeah. But the job is, it was six minutes into the game, and there's a long way to go. Yeah. And you're playing against European champion. I couldn't breathe for about 
15 minutes just couldn't suck that air in yeah um and then i just like got it so we but we were quality that day we just pinged it about and yeah you know we, we won 2-0 colin oh, wow. lee colin lee scored in the last five minutes yeah took the shine off my goal but that's fine um, <laughs> and then it's, it's quite funny at the end of the game uh, sammy lee was banned against me on like the second half yeah uh, end of the game if you look at on on youtube if you you know type in it was in colour, actually. It's quite <laughs> impressive. I can say. I know. Um, everyone comes on the pitch and grabs you, and, and Sammy Lee comes up. Me and Sammy Lee go, and he goes, brilliant. You all thoroughly deserved that, and it's one of them. And, okay. and I made it on the front of Shoot Magazine. No, Match, yeah. Match Magazine. Yeah. Yeah, and I've got, you got a copy. Yeah, I've got a copy. Um, so, and I used to collect Match Magazines. I'm on the front of it with me and Sammy Lee. It's just crazy, you know what I mean? But the next week we played, I think we played Carlisle. We played <laughs> Carlisle midweek, here's one of them. I think we lost one nearly in front of about 7,000 people. Cold <laughs> Wednesday in Carlisle. <laughs> and then we, then we played Tottenham in the quarterfinals. That's okay. Um Yeah, again, massive crowd at the bridge. Yeah. One uh, nil up at half time, Mickey Fillory scored, free kick before half time. I got an assist because I stood next door to him. Um, <laughs> got mentioned on match of the day as well. Yeah. And could be Peter Rose Brown. No chance. Um, <laughs> so that's my assist. Yeah. Then come out. Glenn, then Glenn Oddle decided to play in the second half. We we had him nailed down first half. Glenn Oddle played, and you're looking at Hoddle, Crooks, Archie Ball, Mickey Hazard, Stevie Perman, yeah. Ardiles, um, Ricardo Villa, the oh, Argentina really? boys. Um, what a team. Yeah. You yeah. Clements in goal. We lost three two in the end, but you know, um, again they went on went on to win it. How good was Hoddle? Hoddle was a bit like you, but better. Yeah. Um, good. Yeah, he was good. He was, good. he was no good in a warm-up like you. <laughs> um, Hoddle was quality. Just he just used to come, you know, just sort of step away from people and get the ball. It's just like Wilkins, Hoddle, and, and those sort of players. Yeah. Just once they got space, um, he, he was just thinking things in, and they scored early on uh, on the rack. But no, it's, it's, yeah, it was a bonus, you know, to play against those players and. Chris Hooten played left back, Stevie Perman, just Miller. I don't know, anyway, you go through. Did you play a Perman at Oxford? Did you yeah, yeah, Stevie, yeah. yeah, he was back the other week actually. We, we played and uh, he, he came back as a guest at Oxford United and he was only there for a season and a bit. Didn't play many. 86? Yeah, Milk Cup final, uh, but didn't play because he was cup tied. But he played over 600 games for Tottenham. Yeah. And in his 13th year as a pro at Tottenham, he's played, like, I think, 47 games. Like a season, which is crazy, yeah. you know. Um, but he just didn't get injured, in it, but he was just a steady right back. Good lad as well. Mm -hmm. We had some good times. Just going back to your when you first broke into the first team, who was the manager? Because I did do a bit of research. Broke into the first team. That was um, Danny. Uh, no, Jeff Hurst. Yeah, we had Jeff Hurst. Sorry, Danny signed me pro, and Jeff Hurst gave me my debut. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So we. I went up to uh, Wrexham because it was my first year pro. Um, oh, I didn't even know that about Chelsea to be honest. So no, I yeah, didn't. That's when I saw the name, I was like, "What?" Yeah, he was manager for a year, year and a bit. <laughs> Worst manager. Um, <laughs> him, him and Bobby Gould. I mean, he gets me the benefit of that one. Worst manager gave me my debut. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> and he scored a couple of important goals once, didn't oh, he? Yeah, he, did, he didn't tell us that every day in training. <laughs> um, nice man, but you know, uh, not the best after dinner. And uh, Chelsea legend Chopper Harris as well was he? In yeah, there? legend because it was quite funny. Um, I went up as kit boy, so they changed the boots and the studs and get all the kit out and stuff. And, and overnight, I was only had one sub in those days. Um, so I was just going up as kit boy, obviously took my boots as you do. Mm -hmm. And then overnight, Gary Johnson, who was due to be sub, was ill. He, he woke up, he was sick everywhere. So, um, Erste went, Rosie, yeah. Um, he said, 
on the bench. So I said, nice one. So I was on the bench. And then uh, we played, we were 2-0 down. It was match of the day as well. And then uh, he just said, go on in, go for 20 minutes. So as I went on for 20, uh, and Ron Harris came off. And I went on, overlapped my career. So I used to train with him. Ron used to train like he played. He just just used to nail everybody in training. So, yeah. Yeah, Especially the young lad. Well, yeah, but I just, and as he come off, he sh shit me by the hand and stepped on my foot. Um, <laughs> and then I just went on and did all right. I'm just, yeah, just quite nice to be on match. Anyway, we lost 3-2, uh, lost 2-0. And then I was up at the bridge last year. And Ron's getting on a bit now, but he still did a bit of hospitality yeah. at Chelsea. So I'm in a box with my boy and doing hospitality. And Ron comes in with Patesy and a few of the boys. So I said to Max, I said, oh, that's Ron. I just made my debut. I used to play with Ron. He went, okay, can't say hello. And I went, yeah, well, maybe he might remember me. You never know. You know? Yeah. So I went, Ron, Peter Rose Brown. And he went, oh, yeah, I think so. One of them. And I went, okay. I said I made my debut uh, in 1979. I went on and you came off. And he went, oh, I thought I was having a flipping good game then as well. <laughs> <laughs> Banter straight away, you know. But, um, no, good days. So we say now, don't, don't just make a debut, make a career. Mm -hmm. You know, debut's great, you know, but in the end, played 109 games for the Blues. Yeah. Um, some good days, oh, some, you know, typical winger, you know. Do some good stuff, and then a couple of weeks out, they change the system, so you're out and stuff. So, yeah. play with some great players there. And that was greyhound track times, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. The shed, yeah, the shed right back there. But but when Imagine it was the big crowds were piled in there, it was sort of a, a free for all, wasn't it? With the crowds and yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it was in the atmosphere. There. I mean, Chelsea were bad boys, you know. What I mean, but great boys, great support, very loyal. I just remember making my full debut at Charlton away. Um, that was in the 79 season, mm -hmm. um, or 80, uh, 1 2 1. But I just remember it kicking off in the Charlton end because Chelsea, like 20 odd Chelsea boys would just make their way into the away end and start singing. <laughs> and it kicked, and it's not quite scary. But for a young lad, it was you just get on with it, sort of thing. But it was uh, part boys, and parcel, then, part and parcel exactly. Yeah. You just get on with it. But very loyal, you know, very loyal supporters. and. Uh, they have to be at the moment, <laughs> but anyway, not going to talk about that. At the <laughs> so, yeah. how did the move come about then? The move from Chelsea. Um, What's going on? We, yeah, Clive Walker playing wingers. Uh, Paul Cannibal, uh, Pat Nevin, myself as four wingers. So we're like, you know, and then I was playing in reserves. Dropped into the reserves, playing in the combination. They're doing alright. Uh, I was 22, just needed to get into the first team at some stage to get back. I was playing well, so I just went in and. Never used to speak to anybody really. It's funny, it used to be quite quiet. That changed. <laughs> and then uh, I just said to my missus, I said, I'm going to go in and see John Neal, the manager, because Jeff had gone and, and John Neal came in. Uh, and I said, I'm going to go and see him in demand. So I just popped into the manager's office, knocked on the door. Why I? He's from Middlesbrough. And yeah. I went, uh, I demand to be uh, on the on the bus against Derby on Saturday. Yeah. I said, I'm playing better than Walks. Now I had it all sorted in my head. And, yeah. I said, I'm, I'm doing better than him. And I, t I said, I demand to be on the bus. And he went, ah, oh, okay, why I? Good, yeah. How's the family? So I said, yeah, good. How's your car? I said, yeah, good cars. I just want to be on the bus. You know I mean, just, <laughs> and he kept deflecting stuff. And anyway, so I come out of there and I'm thinking, I had no idea how that meeting went, but I, I said my bit. And on Thursday at Harlington training ground, I, I'm just getting changed and Patesy went, Cotton Pates went, Rosie, said, Gaffer wants to see you. So I went, aye, aye. 
I'm on the bus again. So there you go. See, speaking up for yourself helps. And he said, Pete, sit down. So I sat down. He said, we just signed Mickey Thomas. You're off. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. But he didn't say you're off. He said, we signed Mickey Thomas. And I went, oh, he's a good player. And he went, yeah, he's a left winger. And I went, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's when I went, I'm off. <laughs> I worked it out and I thought on my fingers, I went, Pete, Mickey Thomas. Said, oh. He said, you're fifth in line for a game. He said, but Jim Smith wants to, wants to buy you. I went, okay. And he said, Oxford, doing well in the third division, like drop, drop down the league. Yeah. He said, they've got a great squad of players. He said, Jim wants to, Jim, Jim senior playing, he, he likes what you do. Yeah. He said, go and have a chat with him. So I went, okay. I said, what do I ask for? And to be fair, John Neal was different class. He said, um, you want this, that, you want a three year, a two year contract, or three year, whichever it was. Yeah. He said, you step up if you get promoted. He said, you pay your stamp duty on your mortgage. He said, moving fees. Yeah. And he said, and, uh, and I went, okay, I just don't want to get stitched up. Yeah. So I drove up, I, I, I went down the phone box. There you go. So old I am. <laughs> Got my- Mobile uh, was broken. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, the only mobile then was a mobile home. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I rung my missus then, my, my first wife, and just said, um, Chelsea, Chelsea, let me go. She went, I'll do what you need to do, you know, sort of thing, which is great. Rung my, rung my mum, who was my agent really, and I said, Oxford come in for me she said oh she said oh uh, we go to Oxford quite often me and your dad you know shopping's nice they got the West oh short sign for them nice shops <laughs> <laughs> so I drove down the A40 no motorway in those days uh, spoke to Jim uh, he was great as well he said what do you want so I said I don't really know I just don't want to get stitched up he said give me a figure so done my my he said oh, whatever he said I'll, I'll, I'll see Mr Maxwell see what you want yeah see if he can do it and and, uh, and he said, oh, by the way, you forgot this, you forgot that, and you forgot to ask me that for that. And I went, oh, great. Felt so good. Yeah. Uh, um, so I came away, and he also said, you need to go back to Mr. Bates, Ken Bates, and because you've got a year on your contract, he's due, and we're paying 85 grand for you. I was record fee, mate. Was yeah. Yeah, that day. <laughs> <laughs> that season. 85 grand, I was worth. Um, it's probably worth about 95 grand in these days. Um, <laughs> and he said, uh, you go back to Batesy and, and just get some money off of him because okay. they're going to pay you, uh, need to pay you up. I said, yeah. okay. So I wasn't aware of all that. Yeah, yeah, sure. I just wanted to play football, you know? Yeah. So I went back and at Stanford Bridge, pulled up, go to see Ken Bates, and he said, sit down. I said, no, this is going to be quick. He said, I'll offer you, um, I said, apparently you owe me money. He went, yeah. He said, I'll give you five grand. And I went, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and he shook me by the hand and I walked out. <laughs> then, then Good negotiation. Yeah, well, yeah. Just, uh, and then I was 22, but I'd never negotiated a contract in my life. Yeah, um, and I just thought five grand in those days, in 84, was a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So I said, five grand, I can buy a car. Uh, anyway, so. I need one. No, no. So I just, I just come out and Johnny Hollins pulled up. Uh, who was coached then, Johnny on his blessing. Um, he said, what have you done? So I said, done five grand. And he went, oh, it's just worth more than that, I'm sure. So I said, that's fine, get on with it. So apparently, I rung Jim, Jim said, fine, he said, but apparently Mr. Bates was uh, willing to go to 15. <laughs> he said, but he just shook his hand. And I went, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I rang Mr. Bates on a Friday morning, Friday the 13th of January, 1984, I rang him and, and, uh, and I just said, Mr. Bates, Apparently, blah, 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 you were due to, and he went, yeah, but we shook. And I went, nah, but, you know, any chance? I said, I won't sign then. You won't get your 85 grand. And then he went, well, the problem is, he said, if you don't sign, you're never going to kick a ball for Chelsea. You'll train morning and afternoon. I went, but a good pro. Yeah. You know, just, really? Yeah. And he went, uh, no, nah, don't sign then. So I said, no, I'm going to sign. I said, I'm disappointed because I've never done anything wrong at, at 
Chelsea. Yeah. Um, anyway, and then I said, but I said there will be payback, Mr. Bates, at some stage. Yeah. Goodbye. Wrong gym. Said I'll come in down to science. I signed on the thirteenth, and uh, still here. Ridiculous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just on that note, so there obviously there was no agents around. There. No. Um, what are your thoughts on agents in the game? Is it better or worse for them? Um, depending on who you got, I, I think with this, the amount of money that's banded about for clubs, even in League One, um, I think some of the players do need uh, guidance. Yeah, you know for sure. You know we do get we can't uh, from the football league and and, and uh, you do get guidance to a point, but it's a little bit. Um, I don't know. Limited. Yeah, a bit limited, I think. Well, I suppose if these guys have got five or six other guys that are relevant and know what they're earning and can help you and get you what you're worth I suppose it can be a massive from a player's side anyway yeah you can you, you, you get, and it, it gets you it takes your you can still focus on your football rather than focusing on other things you know mm -hmm. what I mean um, so I some of them are greedy some yeah. of them are, are, are doing it for them rather than the player so, yeah. so cool. you've got to you've got to just pick the right one and reputation is better I mean I know Ben Abbott he used to play for us Ben quality Ben and he's and, and he's, uh, he's not, not calling them agents anymore they immediately he said, I spoke to him last week about a couple of things and uh, he said, we're here to look after people, you know, in the right way and you get a reputation and some of them get bad reputation so you don't deal with them. Um, but managers hate dealing with them, you know, because they get a little bit greedy and stuff. But sometimes a deal falls through because of the agent and the player was desperate to get there. Yeah. As a player, you've got to be strong to to say well I want this club yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm quite happy to take a grand less yeah yeah but then if you're taking a grand less a week that affects the agent's feet so yeah. you've just got to be strong and <clears throat> decide where you want to go but you know they generally do it for, for the players but uh, there's one or two out there that don't okay and just before we move on to Oxford because there's loads to talk about there I forgot to mention this at the top of the show um, can we talk through the conversation we had yesterday I can't remember <laughs> no, well, because uh, we're having a chat, and then Rosie goes, "Look, yeah, sorry, sorry, not being not being big time here, but uh, gotta go." Big Ron's calling me. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he called me. and He's chatting about today, and then I beep on my phone, look back, Ron Atkinson's on the phone, <laughs> and then I know what you're like, and I'm like, I'm, 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 uh, and I mean, I'm not being big time here, but Ron Atkinson's calling me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, That's and then. Brilliant. And I'll pick up and I go, Ron, Moji, and he wished me happy birthday, uh, sorry, happy Christmas, yeah. Yeah, about four different languages. Feliz, <laughs> he's singing Feliz Navidad down the phone. Um, he's always been in touch, been in touch with Ron for quite a few years now, um, because he's you a know, club legend and everything else, and we, we've had him back as guests and stuff, yeah. and he's always ringing me to, to find out different things, and always offers his, his services uh, second half. I've got my boots in the car, Rosie. Um, <laughs> can give you probably 12. Warm-up's good. <laughs> Warm-up's good. He said, but I might give you five at the end, he said, if you're five, anyone. Change the game. Um, it says the same thing. I love him. Uh, but he was in because Pat Quartermain, one of our players, passed away last week and he played with Pat. Yeah. And he's asked me for um, funeral details and stuff as well. So I think, I don't know why he's 80... Don't know what he is now, but he's getting on. But he is so switched Sharp, on. Yeah. It was just really nice to hear about him yesterday. I, I phoned him, him, him straight, really straight after it. I just had a really, really nice conversation about Big Ron because mm. it's just really nice to hear he's doing really well. No, he is. Yeah, he is. He's good. And he's, you know, when he, he comes up with two or three of the other players, and but when when I'm interviewing like four of the players up there in front in the restaurant sort of thing, and and one of the lads can't remember things because they are getting on a bit. Yeah, of course. He steps in and tells us a story about him. So, <laughs> so but it's not all about Ron, but yeah. he is a. Uh, He's different class and 
you know, he's made his mistake. Um, yeah. And he's got on with it. Yeah. Um, as we all do. Uh, but he's a club legend. Scored some goals. Uh, well, didn't score many, but his brother was, you know, top goal scorer. Uh, and he's played over six hundred games for the club. So. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to get him back. I'll get him on here. There we go. <laughs> Got a bit of scouting for us. Yeah, nice one. <laughs> yeah, so you, you were, you were, there was only a couple of people that I'd put the phone down, is one Atkinson. Yeah, fair enough. And my mum, but my mum's passed away, so you... Just Big yeah, Ron. Just Big Ron, mate. I wasn't remotely offended and I really enjoyed the conversation. <laughs> so you had, you had so. Big Ron and you had Big Reese. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's a winner. <laughs> Two legends. <laughs> right, so Oxford United then. Yeah. What, um... I guess uh, first day. Then what was that like? Did you know any players previously? I, I did some homework. No internet in those days, so yeah. Um, yeah, went back on the papers. <laughs> <laughs> and the Sunday people found out the team. No, I didn't know anybody really, because uh, okay. I was I was blue. I was just thought I'd live and die. I died a few times out on the pitch, <laughs> but I, was, I thought I'd never leave. You know, because in those days you were loyal, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you sign a contract, you see it through. Yeah, just you know. Um, but I, I came into the small change rooms at the Manor on a Friday. Unbelievable. Cause, you know, compared to the big stuff that, you know, but anyway, it was fine. And then welcomed by a few of the players and Trevor Heberts or Trevor, yeah. uh, Paul Hinchelwood, another one that's passed away, Hinch, Fish. Um, and it was just like, great, you know, Brocky. Oh, I did any England trials with Brocky when I was under 15. Okay. So um, I, I knew a Brocky, Kevin Brock, um, him and I um, were at the England trials at 15. He got in the team, I didn't, okay. but it was fine. Um, Foggy. Two weeks before I signed, actually, I played in reserves at the Manor. Yeah. And I was playing up top, and Foggy, Dave Fogg was playing centre half, and uh, we had a square up. Did you? Yeah, massive, because I was a little bit silly in those days as well. So when he passed it back to the keeper, yeah. I just stuck my foot down his Achilles. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. I had a little yeah. streak in me. Um, yeah. And he squared up and had me around the throat and stuff. And was he a hard player? He was, yeah, he was yeah, Scouser and just, just <laughs> yeah. a lovely lad. And when I signed, he came out and said, apparently he's going to be on Roads Brown's going to sign that knob and da 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 And then we became the best of friends. And when he, he shook me by the hand, he kicked me in the shins. Did he? Well, yeah. He just said, I think I owed you that one. I said, yeah, you're right. I apologised. And, and I spoke to him two weeks ago. Uh, he's, he's up in, so he's in touch. Okay. So, you know, so yeah, trained, trained at the, I don't know, trained on a Friday. Uh, went up to Lincoln. I was, I was, I didn't sign in time to play on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, just quite nervous, actually. You know, like new change rooms, new people, yeah. and, and stuff. And January '84, boys doing well, and just signed into a great squad of players: Jim Smith, Ray Graydon as coaches. Yeah, Mr. Fish, bless him. Yeah. Um, no, just going to say about Jim Smith because they still sing about him now, don't they? Yeah. Uh, the song. Um, so, what, what, what was he like? Uh, you knew where you stood with him. You know. Um, I enjoyed him. Uh, he was he was straight. Uh, he, he loved wingers, hated wingers. Could win you the game, lose you the game. Because yeah. we were, you know, we were closest to the dugout. You know, George Lawrence, Chicken George. I'm allowed yeah. to say that because I'm in the 80s. Uh, Brocky, me, Jonah, whatever. If we were closest to him, he used to like whip us a new one. Yeah. Um, but he loved us. Um, we played four four two as you do, um, and got promotion. Great days. I mean, that that year that I, I dropped down, but I just said to him, "I'm going to sign because I want to play regular football." He yeah. said, I mean, "No guarantees. You got you got to put in a shift." Yeah. And I always used to think I'd put in a shift. Uh, I think on my debut, uh, won a penalty for Bobby Mack to score. So 
stuck a couple of crosses in and yeah. chased around and worked hard and the crowd must have thought I, there was a few of them a few of the players thought oh, I had a big time Chelsea boy coming down to us yeah. I was just put in a shift you know what I mean I was just I wasn't I wasn't a King's Road boy yeah. you know um, I, was, I was a Hampton boy and I was just put in a shift so no, I enjoyed it it was good it was good to say promotion that first six months okay. was quality brilliant okay and then uh, so that's that's from Division 3 to Division 2 yep okay any new players come in? Yeah, yeah. Well, Les Les Phillips signed uh, yeah. at the end, uh, like towards the end of the season. John Aldridge turned up. Um, John, heard of him? John, yeah, John, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you've heard of him because I made him. Um, <laughs> then you know, and it was quality. And then we had you know, Billy Hamilton, and I don't know. We had we had some great players, and, and you you always go up a league and go, we'll consolidate and we'll be alright, and we we'll yeah. we just walked through the league, Did and you? we were champions. No, we we won, we won um, won the league, so we were champions and champions two years on the trot. So I got my medal, should have brought them along, um, and we just went hello, we're going into the big time. But that season was just incredible. I think we, if you look at the stats, I think we went through from like January February, we went twenty twenty odd games without defeat. Really, you okay. know, oh we got the odd draw here, yeah, that's a shame. And then you go to Man City <laughs> and you beat all them, and then I don't know, we. I was going to speak to the other day. I spoke to one of the lads and said, the other, little Les, he said, in those days, we were one up before we, we even kicked the ball. Yeah. Uh, because we were so confident. It's that mentality. Again. It is. It and is. What, what was, it, was, it, was it ability? Was it team spirit, attitude, a mixture of all? Bit of a mixture. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Organisation. Jim, yeah. Jim was great. Ray was good. And then you go, okay. But he, we were quite consistent in the team that we had. Small yeah. squad of players. Yeah. Um, so you had to dig in, and most of us didn't play fit every week. You know, you always got niggles, but um, and it was just I don't know. We just shot and Briggs at the back. There's your start, yeah. Judgy, Steve Hardwick. You know, there's you know, um, you know Langy and you know um, Slats or Bobby Mack, and yeah. you know, and then Brocky, John Truett, Trevor Hebbard, Hello, you know, how'd I get in that team? You know, yeah. um, did now and again, and then Aldridge, Hamilton, and um, just. We just went, and, and if we were nil-nil at half-time kicking up the slope, we knew that we were going to score kicking down the slope. Yeah. So you just go, yeah, you know. But other teams knew that as well. Yeah. You know, they do their homework. Yeah. And uh, and people didn't like coming to the place because mm -hmm. it was quite intimidating for them and yeah. under the lights and all that in the evenings. Yeah. Um, Did you like it there? I loved it. It's yeah. just, just the atmosphere. Because, like, you're so close to the crowd. Mm. You know, being an, like an entertainer sort of thing, because yeah. I sort of grew out of myself and become, and like... <laughs> Rosie, you're offside, son. Thanks, Dave. It's one of the couple of mates. <laughs> and I remember once, still on the other side, I stood there with the, the ball of me and taking a throw. And as I, as I stepped back, because I didn't have a bad throw on me, I stepped yeah. back. And I couldn't see anybody. And some fella tapped me on and said, Rosie, John Aldridge is on. And, like, <laughs> and we were like, he's tapping me on the shoulder and his head's here. And I'm like, how close are we? Um, was he? Was he on? Yeah, no, he was always on. Yeah, John Aldridge is here now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll have a Guinness. Um, yeah, so I just, I just kicking down the slope. It's good. Sometimes you have to open the gates for me, you know, running down the slope and then open the gates. He's gone again, back in, pay to get back in and cross it again. So. <laughs> what were the, the sort of attendances in those days or that season? We were like 13, 14,000 as well up there, you know, yeah. it's all packed. Yeah. Especially, I suppose, when you're on form, you know, as people are flocking up there to see it if you're yeah. playing good football. Yeah, yeah. So I can, I can imagine it being his absolute pomp. And especially, yeah, you know, you're winning and winning and winning and stuff, and people come down there, and they get that buzz and think, hang on, we got a chance here. Mm -hmm. 
Um, we just had to be consistent and the crowd were great. Um, and then all of a sudden you get, I think that the capacity was 15,000 and the capacity went down to 13 and then nine and a half. When, just because it started to crumble in yeah. a manner. <laughs> yeah. A lot of players at times. Um, <laughs> but when we, when we went into the first division, like Premier League now, I think the capacity went down to nine and a half because you put more, have to put more seats in and, yeah. Yeah, and everything else. But it's still a good atmosphere. Yeah. So that that was the biggest thing. Yeah. As a player, you wanted to be a pro footballer, great, which I did, which I did, and then um, yeah, playing the top flight, yeah. which I wanted to do all your life, yeah, which we managed to do at three years up there, and then to play at Wembley as well. But we're going to Wembley. But it's um, yeah, again, that set of players, chaps, was so unique because we played for each other yeah, yeah. you know uh, you know all the cliches of teamwork and all that but it did um, and no matter who it was I used to ruin me Brocky and Brocky used to play and I used to be sub yeah and then but it didn't make any difference because he's just over the best and get on with it yeah know? of course you know, it was me Brocky and Jonah and, and, that, and that all lived in Avenue and we all used to socialise together and the wives used to get on with it yeah but if Jonah played we, it was very rare that all three of us would play at the same time so that was the little rotation thing but you just doesn't matter. Yeah. It just you know. You don't see it in the game that often. No, like no, that. no, you don't. No. It's um, all about gone. What was the the, so, the social side of uh, of life <laughs> like? I've, I've got to stop talking now. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is when this is when we've got to start. <laughs> um, well, let me put it this way: the boys have got GPS now, obviously for going training and to see how far you're running and where you're going. <laughs> yeah. We we needed GPSs to find our way home. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Where were your haunts? Um, no, we used to get a sticky carpet in Abingdon. Yeah. Uh, Bogarts was the one. Uh, we used to come back, just for instance, well, we're coming back from Man United or we're coming back from Blackburn Rovers yeah. on the team coach and then Shots, Skipper, I'm, I'm giving too many secrets away now. Come on. Shots, Shots used to come down, we used to get about 45 minutes away from Oxford and they'll go, right, uh, we're out tonight. Uh, Trevor, you can go home. Uh, <laughs> Briggsy, no, you can. One of them, and I'm like, I'm so tired. I want to go home. And he went, Brocky, you're coming out. Rosie, you're coming out. <laughs> and I went, oh, shots. I'm just, you're coming out. <laughs> so I go, oh, Malcolm, that's not. And then like, we, we'd, we'd have a little squad of about eight or nine, yeah. sort of thing. And you know, some people stood up to him, some people didn't. And I just went, okay. Can Damn I do it. Oh, okay. So we just got a Bogarts and like. On the plane, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Is it all by one or whatever it is now? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like three floors, and Steve Winston, who used to manage it, loved us going in, yeah, uh, because we, you know, we attracted some supporters course, and stuff, yeah. and it was good, it was good for him. So there was a queue used to be outside, I loved this. There used to be a queue outside, like quite a distance, and everyone used to pay a fiver to get in, yeah. And we had gold, we were gold card men, <laughs> and I walked straight to, walk, the, to the front of the queue, and everyone's going, Oh, I rode you one, I've gone, No, hang on, gold card, used to abuse it, and then when we got relegated from the um, Silver card. So, no, no. <laughs> Give my card here, Rosie. Sorry, back in the queue, five. Now we used to come out there. I used to, sometimes we used to have a, we used to have a few beers. We used to get in a bit of trouble sometimes. People used to get drunk. Card scores? Uh, card scores on the bus. Uh, that was more Billy Whitehurst, um, Dean Saunders. I used to play. Uh, not a lot of cash. I was like, yeah, plenty of point and all that sort of thing yeah. on hearts. Um, but that got stopped after a couple of uh, trips to, I remember the, the Blackburn away where Dean Saunders was having a bet with, and it was like, it was penny a point, but that meant it was like 10p a point. So instead of like 
paying somebody it was more glands and oh wow okay yeah and there was a I remember one card school before it say it was Blackburn away Dean took I think two grand off Billy Whitehurst wow or the other way around either way um and it got a little bit feisty, I sort of thing. Yeah, more yeah. than a week's wage back then? Probably, yeah. yeah. It was like, because some of the boys had decent money, sort of thing. Um, and those boys were playing up front together that night. Oh, wow. And it, <laughs> and it, <laughs> I passed it with me, he owes me 2K. He's on a gold bonus, 2K. So he kicked off a bit. So Morris got hold of it. Um, Morris and Ray realised something had happened and I don't, they, got, they found out. And, <laughs> and card school was banned on the way up to games yeah okay on the way back it's not a problem at all so yeah no, those sensible cards Sorry, not too we're going to talk about card scores a bit later on when we get into the non-league side of things okay. but, um, <laughs> <laughs> when you um when you got the gold card for for bogarts and your queue jump was that the point you'll say you realized you'd made it um <laughs> probably the highlight of my career to be fair <laughs> um, i think as i said like yeah just those three years like you get the as soon as you go the first year in the in the I always tell you to my lad like we played in the Prem and a lot of people don't realise that we, we were that good yeah. but to, to get into the top flight was just dream come true you know as a schoolboy and a kid and mm. everything else and then you get the fixture list and you go okay in those days West Brom were a decent team West Brom Tottenham Man United Arsenal Liverpool and think okay where do we get our points from what, how do we survive but we saw survived for three years because we dug in Yeah, lost John Aldridge you know, Ray Houghton comes in, you lose um, uh, you lose John Aldridge and you think, well, where's all the goals coming from now? And then Dean Saunders comes in the room. Yeah. So it's fine. Martin Foyle, different class. Yeah. You know, and so very clever signings from, from, from Morris Evans, because obviously Jim had moved on to, to QPR then. Um, again, we were a solid, solid team, good set of lads. And I think as a club with Oxford, like Oxford, you had to be, because we were always going to be a small club. Mm-hmm. Um, money wasn't about and then eventually we got relegated in 88 I remember playing Newcastle away Mark Lawrence as manager with Brian Horton I speak to quite often uh, mm-hmm. Brian Horton yeah um, we changed in porter cabins there were two porter cabins on top of each other at Newcastle All right. and we had to climb the steps to change at the top honestly just ridiculous um, it's like it's like playing at Tilbury Docks you know it's one of them <laughs> um, and then we had to win and everybody else had to lose the next like, five or six games, but it was mm-hmm. never going to happen. So it was inev- inevitable. Yeah. However, we, we lost. I think we lost two one. Uh, played against Gaza that day. Did you? Yeah, played against. Had, like? had a little scrap with How him old as was well. He? Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I can't work now. Yeah, he's young. Yeah, he, yeah, he was just moving to Tottenham then. Okay. Yeah, that was his last season. Of, uh, and he was a little bit porky then. It was the kebab and Mars bar. Yeah. Sort of thing. And I had a little bit of a, a to do with him. Yeah. Uh, and I smashed him. And he smashed me. And I stood up and right in front of the Newcastle supporters, oh, they were giving me heaps. <laughs> and I called him a fat bugger. Yeah. And he looked and he went, yeah, you're right. He said, you skinny twat. And I've gone, yeah, you're right. Wee, one of them. And then Les scored to make it 2-1. Yeah. Good goal as well. Yeah. Uh, little Les. And Gaza said to me, he's a great guy. I like him. I said, yeah, he's a good lad. Yeah. Drugs, like I said, I like him even better. <laughs> um, yeah, just that little mutual respect sort of thing. It's quite nice to play That's against some, some legends. So. I'm just name dropping, is that right? Yeah, keep doing it. Absolutely. We're here for that, Pete. No, Don't worry. <laughs> Can you get him on? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to speak to Phil Mason when we there, won't we? Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So, um, we might as well talk about Wembley. Can do. Can't remember much about it. I was blind drunk on the day. Um, 
Best moment of my career. You know, people say, what's the best moments of your career? Just going against Liverpool, great, making my debut. Yeah, love all that. Um, but the final whistle against Aston Villa, semi-final, second leg. You go to first leg and you go 2-2 two, two at Villa Park, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Uh, enjoyed that day. Uh, and now you've got a job to do when you come into the second leg. Mm-hmm. We go 2 and up, little Les scores, Charlo scores, you know, and then you go flipping out, got a chance here. Yeah. Mark Walters scores five minutes from time to yeah. make it 2-1. And then obviously you've got to change your pants and it's everyone's panicking. Back and, to the wall. Oh, yeah. And it was, we just couldn't clear. Just couldn't, and I, and I, I played left wing against uh, Kevin Birch. It was Kevin Birch, right winger. Um, and him and I were scrapping all the time. So I went over and played on the right wing for the last 15 minutes and we just dug in. And I just remember now thinking, as soon as that referee blows a whistle, yeah. I'm going to Wembley. Yeah, yeah. Just have a tingle, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and that was my dream. You know what I mean? As soon as you blow the whistle, but yeah, and there's so many whistles going on. Yeah, and then he blew the whistle, and that was just it. And you're supposed to go up and shake hands, and say, "Well done." Oh, I'm yeah. off. I'm running London Road. I'm like, "Then go to Wembley." We go. I'm going to Wembley. Don't know what you're doing, but I'm going to Wembley. <laughs> and and it was absolute crazy. <laughs> and the, the atmosphere and then yeah I just loved that and then from, from being on such a high um, and just you know getting the suit organised and everything else and Nick Johnson's an our commercial guy he was sorting out all the suits and stuff yeah. three weeks before Wembley play against QPR at home um, 18 minutes into the game Martin Allen just catches me yeah. on a bad challenge pop my cartilage no straight away that I've gone my knees popped Mr. Fist comes in, uh, comes on and says, uh, get you off. My like knee was huge. Oh, Done my cartilage. So he's, but credit to the club, uh, that was 18 minutes past. Uh, <laughs> I wrote so many claim forms for uh, insurance. <laughs> so eight, 18 minutes past three, I was having an operation on my knee at 6.15. Oh, wow. So they got me in straight away yeah. to give me a chance to be in at Wembley. So didn't make Wembley, it was about 10 days short of fitness. But, um, yeah. How was that to deal with? Probably the toughest day of my life. Um, just struggled because, you know, like from being on such a high, it was such a come down. But the other th- worst thing about it was that I didn't even get to go on the pitch. Um, Morris made a mistake. Uh, he took the lads up on the Saturday and the list went up on the board. This is a squad to travel Saturday. This is the, you know, possibly probably pick the team straight away um, a few days before. And this is the team that's travelling up on the Sunday, because it's on the Sunday and with the wives and the girlfriends and stuff on yeah. and I'm on that list with like, I think Neil Slatter, Billy Hamilton, uh, Steve Harbert, the boys <coughs> that weren't in the team Yeah. and I've just gone, sorry, we, we need to come with, with a squad. So I, so I, we've gone in, I was leader then, I just went, can in you come? Yeah. So I've just gone in and said to Morris, listen, um, I think you made a mistake, I need to be on the pitch, even if I'm on the pitch. Yeah. To get my name sung, to walk on the turf in my, yeah. in my dodgy suit, yeah. wave to the crowd, and then go back and sit with my dad and everybody yeah, up in the yeah. crowd. You know, I just wanted that change room yeah. feeling because yeah. I'm never going to get it again because it's yeah. Oxford United, and it's I'm ne- you know, we're never going to get there again. So, and he went, no, unfortunately, we're only allowed certain people, seven people on the bench. I said the bench is massive, yeah, yeah. and those because we play QPR. Bobby QPR was Clive Walker, Mickey Fillery, Gary Chivers, ex Chelsea yeah. partners, yeah. and they said, I'll sit on the bench. And because they weren't playing, yeah. And I said no. Morris just said no. Jim, apparently Jim went. Everybody on the bench because you need to make yeah. the most of this day. Right. Okay. So Morris went. Not happening. So I picked up a chair. 
and I threw it at Morris across the table. Oh. Hit Morris. Yeah. And I just said, you made a mistake. I'm never going to forgive you. And I'd lost my, lost my head. Yeah. Because I was on the down anyway, because I was going to miss the game. Yeah. Um, anyway, didn't happen. So I went up on the, on the, uh, the party bus on the Sunday. And as we drove out of Headington down London Road, a uh, lady stood up and said, uh, hi, my name's Mary, and I'm uh, I'm your host hostess for the day, tea or coffee. And I went, sit down, Mary. <laughs> my name's Rosie. <laughs> I'm host for the day, lager or wine? <laughs> and I've got all the lager in. There was thrashers at the end of it. Yeah, yeah on the way. So we stopped there, yeah. picked up a load of beers and, and everything else. So by the time we got to Wembley, uh, battered, me, yeah. um, and we were just, I just got everyone drink, drinking and stuff. So we went to the International Hotel at Wembley, and we had a meal and everything else. It was all like you know, on the club, and uh, and I'm ordering more steak and more wine. So I've got to enjoy my day now. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. ordering more wine. And, yeah, anybody want more wine and champagne? Yeah, get it on here. And at the end of the day, there was, a, there was probably about fifty or sixty of us there. Mm -hmm. um, and then the woman came up to me and said, at the end, uh, so who's signing this check? So I said, me. So I, I signed it, Robert Maxwell. <laughs> Pay for it. Um, yeah, not a great day. No. I, I, you know, when the boys come out the tunnel, uh, Wembley, um, everyone stood up and clapped. I just sat down and cried, actually. Yeah. Um, and I just said, I should be out there. I, I was going to play because I was having a purple patch playing yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Blocky took my place, which was fine again, as your mate. Yeah. So um, he felt, you know, you know, we talked, uh, he felt for me. But yeah, just one of the saddest days of my life because I knew I was never going to get there again. But. What do you do? It's just the highs and lows of football, mate. Yeah, I guess it. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? It's, it's good to be in a position to, to, to even not play there. You know what I mean? I it's still, you know, there's a lot of people sat around this table who would love the chance to, to even, you know what I mean? To even yeah, have a stab. So yeah, I, I feel for you. I mean, it feels like what this, this show's becoming one of the Wembley heartbreak shows. We had Macaron recently, and he oh, okay. did his story. No, go on. He, he basically scored two in the semi in the bars, and then he got left out of the squad completely for the final. Ooh. He was uh, 20, 1920. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Andy Thomas said if he'd have played at Wembley, uh, Macca would have started. But he, he, wanted his, he wanted his moment, didn't he? He wanted his moment. So he was a gaffer. He played himself. So yeah, so yeah, like we had that, that was only two weeks ago, wasn't it? We had that yeah. story. So yeah, it's a recurring theme. I spoke, to, I spoke to Andy Thomas, and I don't think he's ever, he's ever got over it. However, I blame him, because every time I was sub, right, I was shin pads on, tracky bottoms off, Get me on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get me on. Yeah. Gaffer, get me on. Give me five minutes. Get me on. I'll change the game. Get me on. If, if I went on and was like, I'd go, get me on. Yeah. At Wembley, Morris said, and they said I made a mistake by not getting him on, but because you're so focused on everything else like that, you go, but I think Morris or somebody or Gray said, oh, didn't know who to take off. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You get Brocky off because yeah. Brocky was fortunate to be playing yeah. and he would have gone because he's an option yeah. boy like uh, uh, Tomo. And I've always said, like, I'd have, if Bob was sub, I'd have been on for 15 minutes, 3 0. I'm not going to worry about the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so you just go get me on. I need to get on. You know, and, and I know Tomo, I think he plays on it a little bit, Tomo, but, I, um, <laughs> but, but Andy, he should have got on. He should have got on, regardless of whether the manager put him on or whether it, I'd have been stood next door to Morris and said, Yeah, just non stop yeah. in his ear. Yeah, but Morris at the time had a half a chair stuck in his ear. Brilliant, big splinter. <laughs> and how was your relationship afterwards with Morris? No, hey, just fine. I just okay. I don't bear grudges. And I, I, um, <laughs> sounds like I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I just went, made a mistake. Said, yeah, you're right. You know, it's one of them, but it's too late. And yeah, you can't change things. 
But I got my medal. Uh, Mr. Maxwell gave me the medal because that's the first. That's the only game I missed okay. in that in that cup one. Yeah, that's fine. But thanks for bringing it up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's fine. It's crack on. I got my medal, uh, and then got myself fit again and started again. So, so. That was the night after the final. <laughs> yeah, we went to the Bell, uh, the Bell Inn at uh, Beaconsfield mm-hmm. on the way back. Uh, quality just good. It's fine. You just get on. Fans in there. No, no, we, uh, there was, we had security, so I think so. Um, Brian McDermott was with us as well, so I played with um, a room with Brian and stuff as well in uh, away games. We called him Shirley just because he's a bit of tart on the, on the wing. Um, Shirley McDermott. Uh, and uh, yeah, we just, I ended up, no idea, I, I'll have to ask him, but we ended up going. I ended up going home in his suit, and he ended up going home in my suit. <laughs> uh, we were so drunk, and just no idea. We swapped trousers somehow, because um, I found his car keys and his house keys in my pocket. I had no idea. Um, <laughs> but I took the trophy home that night. That was fine, just just as you do. Yeah. Got off the bus, took the trophy home. Um, Malcolm shot and knew that I'd missed the day, so I woke up in the morning, and I stopped with Kevin Block that night, yeah. him and his missus and my missus, yeah. Quali. Yeah. Uh, woke up in the morning, milk cup, on the table, yeah. cat sat in it, and we had breakfast and stuff. And <laughs> yeah, took him around on the open top bus. What great memories, eh? Yeah, three years on the trot, open top bus, three years on the trot. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah, honestly, just. And coming out, somebody got a video somewhere, I can't find it now, but I, I came out of the town hall on the, the, the little balcony there. Yeah. And as I came out, this was a milk cup, I think. Um, look left down to the police station, yeah. like yellow and blue looked to McDonald's yellow and it was just solid thousands of people and yeah. I've come out and I, and I was I was battered I could probably all three years I was battered <laughs> like we all were um, and they were singing Rosie who's pissed hello and I'm singing and I'm singing and, and I've got white glass of white wine and I'm like anointing people especially my children and I'm like and I'm anointing them honestly what a what a bellend um, but Good memories. No, I, no, don't bear any grudges. Going back to your question, you just crack on and you know, get yourself fit and go and play again, sort of thing. So. And how many how many seasons were there after the Milk Cup? For me, uh, I I kicked my last ball in eighty eight uh, so September eighty eight. Mm-hmm. So I was twenty six. Crazy. Uh, I, I Mark Lawrenson pulled me off at um, Bristol City in the Cup yeah. and said. Yeah, and then he got me and he said, uh, got your move to Brentford. Mm-hmm. So, so met Stevie Perriman, who was manager. Yeah. Uh, organised a three year deal, good signing on fee, back to London, mm-hmm. crack on again. Yeah. Uh, and then Stevie Perriman said, go and play in the reserves tomorrow night. I've got one more thing to sort out of the chairman uh, for, for your three year deal. Yeah. Good deal as well. Um, and I played in the reserves against Portsmouth at the manor. <laughs> Mickey Fillery, playing in the reserves, ex Chelsea partner for me. Uh, wrapped his foot around me, um, popped my cruise ship, snapped my cruise ship. No. And then, so I rung Stevie, and the next day I said, uh, you all right? He said, how'd you go on last night? And I've gone, I snapped my cruise ship. And he went, oh, I'll give you a call. So I get, get organised and then nearly signed somebody else. Uh, and that was it. So, just said you had a great game, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Send, send the cash now. <laughs> uh, and I just went bang. So imagine that nowadays, like you just organise a contract with somebody, yeah. play one more game, keep your fitness up. Yeah, I'll yeah, sign yeah. you Thursday. Never happened, would it? Never happened. No. So anyway, so that was it. And then I had two years rehab, uh, and then retired from the game. So I've kept my last ball at 26, which was crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I just did not know that. Okay. Wow. 
So that was your sort of retirement from professional football. But how did that? Because obviously we've had Darren McNamara on, and he's mentioned about the non-league stuff. Um, what was your transition, and how did that work into? Um, what did I just say? Worst time of my life was the watching the Milk Cup final. Um, possibly wrong, actually. The worst time of my life was walking out of the manor in 1990 with a black sack with my boots and I've, I've had to retire got got told by the specialist that my knee was knackered never going to take day-to-day training um, and and that was uh, at 28 so I kept my last ball at 26 and then so 28 retired what do I do you know um, not a stupid lad but you know you just think well what can I do so I went to Wickham, um, I must be a stupid lad, went to Wickham <laughs> yeah. um, on, on trial. Uh, they were non-league in those days, they were in the conference. Uh, Martin O'Neill was manager. Oh yeah? Yeah, good lad. Uh, I went, played at the first game at Adams Park, mm-hmm. uh, where Mark West has scored the winning, uh, one all we drew with Forrest. Played left back, uh, did all right. Uh, and Mark West who managed team for you? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, he yeah, scored. Yeah. yeah, he was there for a while and okay. uh, he scored, we drew one all with Forrest. I, I was marking um, Franz Carr, he was playing for England at the time. You said you were quick. And I said, I was flipping out. I, I come off, I was twisted, twisted up. He'd done me a kipper. And I, honestly, he rapid, lucky he couldn't cross the ball. I remember first half, he went past me so many times. Um, and I actually blocked a cross once and the whole crowd cheered. <laughs> um, and then Martin O'Neill pulled me off at half time. He said, he said, Rosie, off, we'll put a young kid in at left back. I said, yeah, okay. I said to the kid, I said, by the way, Franz Carl's not as quick as he looks. <laughs> I said, he's quicker. I said, he's quicker. Um, and then we played Southampton the next game uh, at Adams Park and played against Rodney Wallace. He come up, oh, jeez, just don't. Another one. He was, um, good one he? he was rapid. He was, he was again, on England. Yeah. And then the last game I played was against QPR and Roy Wegley. Roy Wegley. Love Roy Wegley. Uh, what a player. Oh, mate, I, do you boys remember him? No, not he was American, right? Yeah, yeah. American. He was so mercurial, talented. Yeah. So I just Martin O'Neill said, "Rosie, I'm not sure if I'm going to sign you, but show me something." And I'm going, "I'm going to have to launch him early." <laughs> so I dived in early, and they had like Falco playing, uh, yeah. Ray Wilkins. Yeah. Yeah. Just to, it was a week before the season started, so they were strong. Yeah. QPR. Yeah. So I've, I've gone out to nail him in the first five minutes. And the crowd were like, crowd on my side. They were funny. Last chance, Rosie. And, yeah, yeah, um, and he megged me, uh, crossed the ball, and Falco's hit the crossbar. And I'm thinking, that's me done, to be fair. Yeah. So anyway, I, I didn't get a contract there. So that was it. And, I, and, and then I was disillusioned. I'd gone then, because my knee would have been all right to train Tuesday and Thursday nights, but not, nothing more. Yeah. There was nothing else on, on the horizon. So went back home, living in Abingdon, and I went, I know what to do now. So uh, I ended up, went to Australia, brothers lives out there, so I went to Australia for a short time, did some coaching out there and just you know, rehab and whatever. Did you badges then or was it before? Yeah, I was, no, I didn't do any badges then, yeah. but I came back and um, living in Abingdon, I just went and watched Abingdon Town and Trevor Butler was manager yeah. and, uh, and I just went, I can play for these boys, it's local, mm-hmm. do. so I went and saw Trevor and said, can I play for you? And I only just finished. I was still all right. I was still running around like a lunatic. Yeah. Um, and I went, oh, Rosie, we, can, we, we, can't, we can't afford you. Yeah. So how do you know? I said, how do you know? Fuck it, cheese and onion. And I, and I, I said, I don't know. Just, he said, no, we can't afford you, Rosie. No. I said, I just want to play. You know, dust off the boots. It's been a year. Yeah. And I said, I just dust off and we went, I want to play. And he went, oh, what? And I said, well, what's, what's John Harvey on? John Harvey Lynch, your captain. Yeah. And he went, 40 quid a week. And I went, that'll do. Bit of beer money and yeah. what, and he went really I said yeah just don't just. 
So I played, and and I was still trying to play to feet and just trying to do a little bit. I played left side midfield, uh, and as I looked up early games, uh, early early doors, all I saw was backsides. Everyone was just running into the corner. So I said, okay. So I had to change my game. I was going to say, is it like learning football again? Yeah, it was. It was just like, <laughs> oh, this is non-league. So, because it's a couple of steps down in the deer door, whatever we were. Yeah. Um, but I just said, hang on. So I had a meeting as well with it, and it wasn't big time at all. And I just said, maybe my first look is defeat, and then my second look, I'll put you in the corner sort of thing. And I loved it, and I loved it. And uh, you know, looking at Brian House, the left back, and Kelvin Alexis, and John Ivy Lynch. Yeah. And, um, yeah, brothers up top, and... Um, yeah. Uh, Liam Herbert. Yeah, he, yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah, love yeah, yeah. Liam. Um, yeah, and then you had Jermaine McSpowen and everything. Oh, honestly, Roger, Ch honestly, you in the warm up, you were great in the warm up. Um, <laughs> get those cones for me, Lee, will you? Um, I've I'm, been hammered this season. Rightly <laughs> 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 so. Cut the oranges up. Um, and I loved it, and, I, and I, you know, it was it was a bit raw, but I loved it because I, I was playing football. That's all yeah. I wanted to do. And I, I, season and a half there, I loved that, and then went on to Newbury after that. But uh, and then well, didn't you mention that was full time? Yeah, they went full time in the end because you had Martin Dina, uh, bit of a boy, a Reading boy, and yeah, and he they went full time, and they were in like a similar league. They were, I think they were Deodore one. Yeah, um, and they took a lot of Reading ex players like Steve Richardson, Stuart Bevan. Martin Hicks, um, we had four or five. Big Barry Grant? Big Barry Grant, <laughs> yeah, he was like, I mean, he, he could head the ball further than I could kick it. <laughs> um, I love Grant. He came on season one. Oh, did he? He was a great guest. Yeah. I, mean, I, I know him, I played for him a little bit. Yeah. Uh, for about four games at Bicester Town, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah he's, uh, he's class. But, yeah, yeah, I love, love playing with Grant. a lot. Did he? Yeah, yeah. Well, good times. But I, was, I wasn't full-time, because I was working at Oxford United, so I wasn't full-time, so Eddie Denton, yeah. obviously. Uh, Oxford Mail Eddie. Yeah, yeah Oxford Mail Eddie. <laughs> uh, Brendan Rodgers, people don't realise Brendan Rodgers started off, because he was, he was a decent yeah, yeah. pro, but he didn't get the chance at Reading, mm -hmm. and then he, when he came to Newbury, what a player. Brendan Rodgers, what a player, what a good lad as well. Really so Granty, Granty touched on him, on, on Granty's words were, he must have been media trained, because he's, uh, he's not the same person I see on telly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he yeah. said he was fiery. Yeah, yeah, he was fiery, and, and I just, I kept, I, we, I didn't keep him out of the team, but I played left side midfield as well, and he played, he had a great left peg on him. Yeah. Um, so when I wasn't available, because I was still working at Oxford, Brendan used to get in, and but I remember like being on the back of a bus and uh, going to, Again, Tilby Doctor, <laughs> like that, and then his son was born the day before Anton, and now he play. So it just seems so long ago. Yeah. But no, I I see him on TV, and I go can't see that, <laughs> you know. But it's great. I mean, just you know, stories, mate. And then we went from we went from there. We got promotion with Aldershot and Chertsey. There was three teams that were always gunning for it. Um, yeah. But they were paying a lot of money, and then I left there and went to Marlow under Pete Foley. Mm -hmm. uh, enjoyed that. A uh, lot of Oxford United. Bit of an Oxford reunion, yeah. Yeah, it was it, actually. Yeah. You know, Pete trusted me, and and I went and played left back for him. Um, enjoyed that. And the, so the biggest day there, I'm speaking to Pete on Saturday actually at the game. And uh, biggest biggest day was the well they before me they they, they played Plymouth and Tottenham and they'd done the FA Cup one and we and when we were doing well in the FA Cup into the first round proper we drew Oxford United. What's that about? <laughs> yeah. Just couldn't couldn't believe that with the connection. Um, <laughs> about five or six of them. Well, there was you, there was Les, there was Les. There was Olmsy who got released after a year, wasn't there? Yeah, uh, Muckleberg. Yeah, Terry Muckleberg. Yeah. Um, 
Kerry the, the, Evans. Kerry Evans at the back as well. Yeah. Um, Brocky there was he? Brocky, no, no, no Brocky wasn't there. And and I think that was it. There was a few uh, racing. Paul Racing was a yep. about. That's so, right. Yeah, um, he's come up a few times. Yeah. So it's there was a connection. Yeah, it was unbelievable. So Macca said that Pete, um, you all got off the boat, the bus a bit early, had to walk through town to the ground. Is that right? Yeah, we went and had. How did that go down? We had we went had food. Yeah. At one of the hotels for team talk. Yeah. So we we're having like a pre, proper pre match pro game, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, and we remember sitting in the room, and he said, and Peter tapped me up beforehand, and he said, oh, Rosie's going to give a little bit of a, a rundown on on the team because he knows them inside out. Because I, I speak to him every week. Yeah. I, you know, I, I work. But just before that, before I say that, I'll come back to that. I had to, because Oxford were paying my wages, I had to go and speak to Dennis Smith, yes. manager, yep. and say, get his permission to play. You know, because I, I think I might still be the only person still to ever play against somebody that's paying their wages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I yeah. went in and I've gone, Dennis. And he went, Rosie, sit down. I said, no, I'm going to sit down, son. I said, I'm white. I said, listen, I've got work to do. I said, um, I need your permission to play against you in the FA Cup, basically. Yeah. And he said, uh, he said, Rosie, you're. 33 I think I was okay. he said Rose you're 33 your knee's completely knackered yeah he said you've never been a left back we want you to play <laughs> <laughs> and I went alright spat in my hand and went right fucking game on son <laughs> so I said no I don't want to now no, no, yeah. so I just went okay so the boys were good like Les Robinson right back anyway yeah. so um so I thought, okay, so when I said that to the lads and they were laughing, uh, to the Mickey again, Marlo boys. Yeah. So in the meeting, the pre-match meeting, Pete said, all right, Rosie's just gonna have a little chat. And I went, right, Phil White in goal. I said, great shot stopper, kicks the ball well, catches well. I said, um, yeah, just great goalkeeper, really kicks the ball, so not um, like Right back, Les Robinson, played like 500 games yeah. at the club. I said, uh, very aggressive, gets forward a little bit, be difficult to get past him. Great um, you got sent off Matt Elliott, you know. Yeah. You go through the team and then you go, Marsh is the one, left back is a Marlowe boy, might need to get at him, he's the one. And in midfield you got, you know, I think Mickey Lou and then you got Martin Gray and then you got Paul Moody out up top with Johnny Byrne. Yeah. yeah and I'm saying, yeah, great strikers, da 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 da. Um, Stuart Massey can put a shift in on the right, and I've just gone. So basically, I said we're we're cattle trucked. <laughs> 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 we got and they're top of the league and doing well. So yeah, it's one yeah. of them. I said so. Basically, we just need to get out and know because the pitch will suit us. Yeah, uh, I think we got the cows off the pitch in the morning about <laughs> half eleven, um, <laughs> but we knocked it about a bit. And anyway, we were like just crazy. So we get off the bus. You're like, well, actually, walk from the hotel. Yeah, That's what we did. We walked from the hotel okay. through town. Yeah, uh, it was it was good. It was like good atmosphere. And people was ooh, ooh, you know, the <laughs> boys around. And I remember doing a warm up. Was I went out on the pitch, doing a warm up because it was on Sky and everything. Yeah, was, like, all the cameras. Everyone was saying, "Boo, Rosie, we pay your wages." And I'm like, yeah, and they're smiling at me. Boo, <laughs> double bubble. Yeah, it's one of them. Yeah, yeah double double. I'm getting. You don't realise I'm getting paid for this. Um, <laughs> twice. Uh, you're right, actually. And then like, and then because it was nil nil at half time. As I was going off, it was like, from the booze, we pay your wage. It was, oh, you Honestly, I've got verbals coming off. <laughs> Powers. People were giving me loads, and I'm like, oh, I don't like this. I'm the, I'm the community officer, I'm I don't like this. No, I'm, I'm Mr. Nice Guy. But I'd, I'd, I'd smashed Stuart Massey. Yeah. Playing left back. Stuart Massey, I caught him and got booked. And then I, I had a little square up and a square up with moods. Yeah. Because I dragged him down. And he squared up to me, he got booked. So yeah. I was in the bad books for everybody. <laughs> and Moods always mentions that when I see him. And I, I thought, okay, so we're coming at half time and Skull's like, 
Way doing all right. What's the score at half time? Nil nil. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Nil nil. So yeah. we're like we're on it. And they, it's three and a half thousand people there packed. Um, and we're doing all right. And then I get the ball second half and I ping it forward. Yeah. And uh, John Caesar gets on it and scores. And I'm like, oh, okay. Not sure. Don't mind that. You know, celebrations. And I didn't celebrate too much as you do. Yeah. Um, I was aware. I was aware of the situation quite well. Yeah. Um, and then. I think a couple of defending things for me. I think I tried to get Oxford back in the game. <laughs> um, <laughs> shanked a couple of, not on purpose, obviously, but yeah. it looked like I was, because uh, I've got biscuit tin head. Uh, and I've gone to edit out as a defender, and it's gone that way for corner. So I was yeah. like, Rosie's trying to give us a chance. I think it looks like it. Um, and then Maka, oh, bless Maka, he's, he's done, he's jinked. He well, told us. I'm, I'm sure he has. Um, He's jinxed through, and I watched it again the other week actually before I knew I was coming on. And he's jinxed through and jinxed through, jinxed through, and he's gone through, and he's just about to score. And he loses his foot in or yeah. whatever, and it would have been goal of the season. John Caesar like, steps in and rolls it into the goal. <laughs> and uh, it's all about Caesar, nothing about Mac. He's just saying it's about the commentary on the radio. Caesar scores! <laughs> and there's somebody squirted the pie and gone up to Macca. But, um, but as we all appreciate it, you know, we all said no. Anyway, so, and Les was a different class as well. Les Phillips was a different class that day. Yeah. Um, he said that was like a couple of the boys last were up. Yeah. It was their big day out, their last yeah. one. And yeah, made the most of it. And, and you know, I, I know we got launched just before that goal as well by Les Robinson, I think. Uh, it was his Macca. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 So. I'm thinking, okay, turn them up, last couple of minutes sort of thing, all yeah. there, got a little bit toxic, final whistle went, and everyone's gone, the radio went, or everyone's jumping on top of each other and everything else. You're straight on No, I'm, I'm like, I've just moved onto the middle of the pitch, yeah. where we're the safe bit, and I thought, well, and I feel sick now, talking about it, because I'm thinking, okay, that's not great, that's great, but that's not great. <laughs> <laughs> so I just went, right, and the players come up to me and said, deserve that, and we did deserve it. Yeah. Dennis and Crosby, Malcolm Crosby, yeah. um, came up and said, well done, deserved that. So I let all the Oxford fans go, and then I've had a few, and we jumped yeah. up and down. You see the, you know, in front of the Marlow boys, um, and then everyone went into town and Marlow, and everyone went into Wick and whatever, you know, Oxford or whatever. Yeah. Had a few Oxford boys. Yeah. And I, and I'm back in the boundary house and having dinner, I know five o'clock having a meal and a, and a lemonade, and I'm like. Because it was a weird feeling. Yeah, but it was. You know, because I don't want to celebrate. So that's. And then I go to work Monday. <laughs> I go to work Monday, and because the boys were so poor, they were in. Doing running, mate. Doing yeah, running. They run the socks off. So I go in. My office is at the stadium. I'm oh, sorry, at the uh, manor. Yeah. So I go in, and all the boys are sat there. It's a really weird situation, and I could see like there's Robinson and Matty Elliott, and, and I just walk in, and at the manor you had door here and a door there yeah it's like two two separate doors so I go in and I go morning chaps sorry sort of thing yeah and then I heard the door click behind me someone had shut the door and, and then they beat the crap out of me <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had boots thrown at me and a couple of digs and stuff as well and they all just went and they like like clapped me in and just went okay just went Rosie like good pro great pro as in deserved it we were shit yeah we're doing the running and um, and we cracked on. Um, How happy was Scott? Yeah, yeah. Dog, dog with a couple. He was flying. He was. Uh, <laughs> he loved it. Again, it was diff difficult for him as well. Yeah. You know, because he's an yeah. Oxford legend. So third top goal scorer. So, but you you play for your badge. Whatever you you know. Mm. Sorry, 
Well, it's just, you know as well as anyone else, if you're playing football, you want to win, it don't matter. It doesn't matter who you're against. Exactly. Yeah, don't be out if you're not. Yeah. I mean, what are, your, what are your thoughts on players celebrating against our former club? Obviously, you were still employed box, so you had to go careful. It's a lot different, isn't it? It's a little bit different. <laughs> However, um, yeah, I, I, I respect that, that people don't celebrate. Um, however, when I scored my four against you, I also celebrated all four. Um, <laughs> they still owes me money, that's payback. That's um, payback. Um, no, I respect that and I, I think that's right. Uh, looking at Villa the other day when um, Watkins, Watkins right? scored, yeah. didn't he? And give it a little bit. And I'm like, really? You know, they've made you a player and you know yeah. he did come out afterwards and say yeah, yeah. it was emotion. a bit of stick well, I think it was one fan that was behind the goal yeah, a bit personal a lot of bit personal, personal stuff so that was his way of just saying yeah, yeah. that's why I remember that now yeah, yeah. Richarlison and everything else. I know that it's I think it's a good thing to do it's the right thing to do to, to not celebrate okay. too much Yeah. but then again if you're playing for your badge and stuff and you score yeah, you, I think I'm sure on the other foot, think about yeah, the team that you're playing for as well. I, I guess yeah. it depends on how not, the circumstances yeah. around you leave. I quite like it. Yeah. Well, yeah. But the thing is, as well, as a player, you know you're desperate to score against your own team. Of course you are. Yeah. So it's to, to then not celebrate is a bit of a. Yeah. Sort of for me, I, I, just I think, go I, think for it. I think you can celebrate to a point. I think. Yeah, I suppose it's different when people pay pay to watch you and you've got people that work with you and. Play for Man City and you run the length of the pitch to the Arsenal fans. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit different. That was yeah, uh, a top tier shit-housery, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> I couldn't run that far anyway. Definitely can't do a knee strike. Every time players score and do knee strikes now, my knee goes... That's <laughs> 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 my eyes on. If we haven't got, I think between us now around the table, we've probably got two knees, haven't we, between us? Don't look at me, mine have both gone as well. <laughs> yeah. I've done both ACLs, Charlie's done it. I've got a new knee it's the best thing I've ever had done. I've run up and down the stairs. Fine, fine. Right. Um, so you're about you're about Les's Les Phillips last from ours. Actually, the Swindon game. Oh to, right, which sorry. Is where you went next, sorry. wasn't it? Yeah, no, we went we went uh, woke in woke in and woke, Swindon. Yeah, sorry, woke in. That's fine. No, woke in. Uh, I've had to Google it as well. Um, <laughs> we went woke in the next round, round two. Yeah, uh, we lost the keeper, got the red card, so we we're down to ten. Yeah, uh, Kevin Mitchell got sent off, hand, yeah. handling the ball outside the area gone uh, and we got them on extra time so we're going to the draw bang Swindon versus Marlow unbelievable so like again hotel uh, did a team talk uh, Steve McMahon I've got a question go on so the night before this is from Macca he said ask Rosie whether he was involved in the card school the night before the game because H got back into his room at three in the morning. Oh, not me. I was a good pro. I'll get in a five to three. <laughs> no, not me. Um, Mac, I wasn't sure. No, no, it wasn't me. To no, be no, fair. no, it wasn't me. Not that. Um, I knew there was a car school going. And okay. We were, we were on the team coach again, hotel in Swindon. Yeah. And because uh, a lot of us were involved. That's got a skip, isn't it? <laughs> 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 But in uh, Pete said you can have a you can have a couple have halves have a couple of halves again this whatever yeah. you can have I'm not going to tell you what to do and what not to do but yeah big game tomorrow so. yeah so um, I know Les Les ordered a half of Guinness um, about twenty times <laughs> um, and you know, a couple of pints of Guinness is fine don't do any harm and basically there was a couple of late ones yeah but I don't think eight was in a bench I can't remember I can't remember no I don't know. anyway. Um, but we weren't sure well well I was going to play, okay. Because if Joey Beecham played right wing, I was going to play sweeper. Yeah. Because Pete didn't want me getting twisted in and out. Um, <laughs> yeah. He said, but if if he doesn't play, you'll play left back. 
Um, so Joey, Joey started, I think. Um, so I, we played sweeper. That's when Mux didn't get in the team. See, that's that's another question that's come in. Yeah, because Mux was really upset about it, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So it, yeah, it was, and he got because he was playing well. Mux at right back. Yeah, and or centre half, whichever he was, and he just went. They just said no. But you know, it goes on. I think because an octopus, you're playing against Swindon, and you won it. Yeah. And in the program, I've seen the program again the other week, and it's. Um, the Oxford connection, and there's like loads of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So Stephen Marm was their manager, and they had uh, Paul Bowden, yeah. Billy, Billy, Billy Bowden's dad, and um, and you had uh, Jan Agafiotov up front yeah. with Andy Much, some decent oh, players. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, some some quality players. And we went again. We were nil nil at half time, and I was I played so deep. I had trunks on and a snorkel, <laughs> I swear. Um, and I just went back, and I had, I had Kerry Evans there, and I had. Um, uh, Ferguson, Fergie was skipper, and I just said, "You boys just go and head the ball, and yeah. I'll just sweep up behind you." Yeah. And I was so comfortable. Yeah. And I was just one of them, and sometimes I chested it and I volleyed it out, and yeah. I was still a decent left foot sort of thing. I, yeah. I was just run the channel. Honestly, I just talk about think about it now. It's so easy. And um, I went up to uh, Jan Arga Fiortov, who's like a proper player. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to enjoy myself. I'm never going to get beaten at some stage. So I just went up to him and like brushed his shirt like this, <laughs> and he went. What's that? I said, so I think you've got ash off my cigar, son. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, and he laughed, and Andy Mutch was laughing, and we were having a bit of banter. And then um, I think we got into the last couple of minutes of the first half, and I set Fergie up, and I nodded at Fergie, and the ball was at the other end. And Fergie went, Mosey, are you going to be taking throws today? And I went, no, I can't take throws, son. Why not, Rosie? And I'm like, I said, because I've got a cigar in this hand and an ashtray in this hand. So, <laughs> so I can't take and, like, and it was one of them. We come in at half time. We did take the game seriously. Um, we, we come in at half time and Skull manager Pete went, just listen. Uh, change rooms were like quite close together. Yeah. And Steve McMahon was absolutely smashing the walls down next door. I bet he was. You could hear him. And I'm like, ooh, it's a bit nasty. And Pete said, so they're going to come out. If we go, the, the crowd had turned as well, by the way, because it was still nil-nil. <laughs> yeah, nil-nil. Yeah, you know, we were not Deodora, shit two, whatever we were, one yeah. going up to the prem or at the bottom of the prem, struggling, um, and we were giving them a game. So we come out half time. We conceded a, a poor corner early on, uh, and then I think Fiotov scored off his knee or something, and it was like oh, seriously, we lost two-nil. Yeah. But we got a nice ovation off of these Swindon fans. They stayed because yeah. we we put a shift in it. We 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 did all right. So yeah, so um, it's a good team. We got relegated that year, Marlow, by the way. Yeah, I think I, I yeah I was aware. You were, you, it was a shit mm. season, but then uh, the FA Cup run and just yeah, yeah, it's mad how that can happen as I well. Know. Yeah, it's just a one-off games and or two-off games sort of thing. But um, good set of lads. Then for Marlow left. Oh, Pete got the sack. Yeah. Pete got the sack and then I, I got offered to take over as player manager. Yes, right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Till the end of the season. So I, I got a phone call from the chairman and I know exactly where I was in my town in my house in Cullen. Yeah. I said, uh, we're gonna let Pete go and we want you to take over till the end of the season. And I've gone, Oh, okay. Uh, does Pete know that I'm he said, No, we've just let him go. So I rung Pete, just said, I just understand you've been like got the tin tack and he said, Yeah. And I said, They want me to take over. I said, Is that right for you? Because that was close with Pete. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. A mutual respect. Sort of thing. Yeah, he yeah. went, yeah. He said, take him down, Rosie. Didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so I just said, yeah. He's always like, <laughs> washed his hands at the club. He said, good luck. So I went in um, 
and uh, first name on the team sheet every weekend. Peter well, Rose, yeah, <laughs> just uh, captain. I got in. Captain Panorama Taker. Taker <laughs> I could take those in those days. <laughs> Put the ashtray down. Um, we were struggling. We, we were really struggling. Uh, uh, we just couldn't get it going. Uh, I when I when I took over, John Caesar was still playing, and I let him out. I left left him out, and I signed um, Kenny Clark. Okay, I got. Paid up in town five grand for Kenny Clark, who was scoring goals. Yeah, and he came in on his debut, scored three at Bromley. Oh, you're, wow. you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> and then he did all right, Clarky. Andy Leach had Leachy down as well. Yeah, um, so we've got a few of the boys in. I think Leach was there before when I think Skull got him in. Not sure, but I didn't okay. get many in. Uh, I let Macca go, McMara, because he, he wasn't traveling every week and he was missing training and stuff. And I just said, I've got to make a stand here. I said, if you don't train on a Thursday, you ain't playing. He said, I can't get in. I, I can't. So I, I let him go. Which he went back to Oxford City, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. But I got my move to Oxford City, as in, like, just made, I said, Tomo. Yeah. yeah. So I rung Andy Thomas and just said, you can have him if you want, sort of thing. And we just let him go. Uh, John Caesar got a move to Aylesbury. Yeah. Because he refused to play and train and stuff and under me. So I just, I got quite ruthless, at, uh, you know, but I, I got Griffin, John Griffiths, who's, uh, Big black lad, great. I knew him at Newbury. Yeah, uh, he knew the non-league inside out. So I was like good cop, bad cop. Plus, yeah. I needed him because I was playing. Um, but first couple of games, uh, I did the team talk. We did all the setting up. It's quality. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, really enjoyed it. And then, um, but I wasn't really big time. So therefore, first couple of games, I made sure that I came off as sub. Yeah, like 15, 20 minutes to go. And at half time, we had a routine of. Everyone gets their cup of tea and sits down. Mm -hmm. Griff does his team talk and I settle in and then I stand up and go, right, from the player manager side of it, for me, yeah. when I get to, I can't see anybody. Yeah. And I said, we're playing too deep, we're playing too, so we've yeah. got to do this. So I, you know, it wasn't, um, so that was, I enjoyed that. Uh, we did get relegated uh, that year. We, we had that bounce for about three or four, oh, hello, four, four wins on the trot, got a chance. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> we were so far behind it. And then I signed a few players in the summer, and then Oxford United needed me back to do stuff on a match day because they got promotion that year. Yeah, they got promotion, uh, so therefore I needed to be back at the at the manor doing pre-match and half-time stuff and yeah. working proper job. So I, I left Marlow, um, and then I ended up playing for Oxford City later on as well, and managing that with managing them with uh, with Brocky as well. Yeah. Um, but that was, that was entertaining as well. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, are you ready to talk us through your All-Star 11 or we, is there anything else you want to cover before we do that? I don't know, no, City was good. I enjoyed City with Brocky. Uh, yeah. We weren't great and then um, we got let go and then I went back with uh, Leapy, uh, yeah. Paul Lee afterwards. Uh, and then I ended up, let's say, uh, went to Dig Cop uh, and then played for Western Superman, the other local team. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I just went down. <laughs> <laughs> I was not very good at geography, so he said, uh, no, I knew the manager, he was, John Relish was manager uh, of Newport, actually, he sold John Aldridge to Oxford United back in the day. Okay. So, well, I was my area manager for the football in the community and just told me to get my boots back out and I went down there, thought, 39 years old, Okay. I thought, I'd, he said, don't have to train, we just give you, yeah, a few quid, yeah. come down and play, quite a few ex-players down there, Dr. Martin's Midland League, Yeah. That you know, was a bit nasty, some of the big boys. Mm -hmm. um, I went down there thinking I was going to play left back. Centre fireworks, number nine, number nine, gave me a nine. I went, I've, I've played nine since I was 14. <laughs> uh, didn't last, 
I probably play 70, 75 minutes, 75 minutes, 60 minutes sort yeah. of thing and put a shift uh, and then enjoyed it. But and then retired at 39, mate, up top, so that'll do me. Career <laughs> <laughs> <Kuro> over, <laughs> boots nailed to the wall. Yeah. Um, it's difficult, you, talk, talk, you asked me to do my all-time 11. And I, I, you know, it's difficult. So I played with a lot of ex-pros in the non-league. Mm -hmm. However, I don't know, it's it was a difficult one to pick. Okay, we've got we have a few questions before you do that though, yeah. as is tradition. We have a few we, we obviously we always put out get your questions yeah. in yeah. and stuff like that. So um so a few have been Just covered. quickly whilst we get a few Go bits on, ready. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um obviously current Oxford United stuff, I'm not sure how much you can talk about, but how are things at the minute down there with you know, new appointment and it's all, all positive in the club? Yeah, yeah, no, good. good. Yeah, no, it, it, it's a tough one because normally when the manager gets a sack, the team's struggling and then you get that bounce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, different scenario. But, yeah, different, yeah, totally yeah. different. So we've had that bounce the other way for Des because the players were so good and like Liam was so great and he fixed the club. Uh, he's ended up sort of picking up the few of the players were sulking, get on with it. Um, but it's got us back on track. You know, the 0-0 against Bolton was quality. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was there for that. Peter was poor. It's just a bit of a bit of a rocky road at the moment. But my office is at the training ground, so we watch training. Everyone, everyone's still buzzing. And stuff. We're fine. We're fine. I mean, start of the season. If you start with people at Christmas, you're in fifth place. You'll take that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you know, um, I, I said that when we speak about. It. I think it was a that they had a very good start and maybe a bit bit overinflated position when he when he took over. So um, I think it's is always going to be tough, wasn't it, to, yeah, to yeah. keep the ball rolling? But um, I think Burton was good, wasn't it? I know Burton were pretty poor, but... You still need to score. You still yeah. need to get... And, and the boys on, on the other night, uh, uh, the other day, Boxing Day, Cambridge, uh, just never gave up. Poor yeah. first half, never gave up. Um, and, yeah, there is a, like, a, a no-die attitude going on. Um, we are decimated with injuries. I know people can mention that, but we are, and that does affect things. Yeah, of course. Massive, but yeah. uh, the quality and depth, one, everyone, everyone's fit is good. Yeah. You know, two decent players for each position. And uh, no, good set of lads. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. We'll be up good. there at the end of the season. Good. That's what we want to hear. And uh, I, I watched the game at Burton. Was down there with Leon Blackmore. He said he said to say hello, yeah. pass on his good wishes. He said uh, good he enjoyed some good times with you. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, that was a little message from him. So nice one. Well, this one's coming from Dan McNamara. Oh dear. <laughs> We've touched on a bit of it, but there's uh, some nice nice points in there. Evening fellas, uh, Darren Mack here. Good to see you got Rosie coming on. Um, probably one of the most positive people I've ever known. Don't think I've ever seen him in a bad mood. Um, watching him score that volley at the back post, Cookie Lane end against Chelsea, his former club, and then ended up playing a season with him was a complete privilege. Um, I've got two quick stories about him, and I'm not sure than the first one, but ask him what time he got in to his room the night before the Swindon game. There was a card school going on, and I think he might have been part of it. Um, I know that H came into my room at three o'clock, but um, also the Swindon game. Ask him why he ended up playing sweeper and not left back, which obviously upset Terry Muckleberg a great deal. Anyway, have a great evening, fellas. Uh, you're doing a great job. Slates' show was excellent, and I'll speak to you soon. Cheers. <laughs> Maybe I I think maybe because I was I think the card school going back to this card school now. Um <laughs> I think I was knocking on doors to make sure everyone was in bed. Okay. I think I think I just wanted I might have been the old granddad one of them going in and saying, Come on boys, get to bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Age getting clothes back on or so. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's, I, I think I was scouting around, but uh, but it's nice to know that the stories that we're telling are true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's you backed know. you up. Exactly. I had uh, I had a message from. Do you remember Jack Longford? You know Jack yeah, Longford? Jack, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Best coach for making football fun from a young age. Black Belize Leisure Centre's best in down goalkeeper eight against nine-year-olds. You said that you're brilliant and one of the best at you know making it enjoyment for kids when 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 in the centre of excellence. So. Yeah, centre of excellence on a Monday night. Um, both sides. It was me. That was my age group actually, Jack. Was it? Yeah, oh, Jack, 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 was was Jack was a good lad. He had good feet. Didn't have a lot of pace, but he was yeah, good. Yeah. decent. Good, Read the game well. Good. Uh, unlike his dad, um, <laughs> but yeah, I just because every time an, an, like an eight-year-old or nine-year-old runs towards you, you just lay down early. <laughs> uh, they couldn't chip the ball. So glad we remembers that one. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. On, on that note, remembering because you seem to. And I think it's come up. It's come up with me somewhere before, but you remember everyone. And bearing in mind how many paths you've crossed with people, it's, it's pretty. You know, is that something you work on? Or is it just that's just something you're born? No, it's just natural ability, son. No, no, no. I, I block all you doing. No, I don't. I'm, I'm all right. I'm good at that. I'm, I'm, I'm good at names generally, Dave. Um, but but I. I it's Rodney. Yeah, <laughs> No, but I generally are. People have said that to me quite often because I remember faces and remember things, and I'll go, remind me, and they'll go, da da da, and I'll go left back. They'll go, yes. I put on about 20 stones since I last saw you, and you still remember the name. And I said to you, I said, Rishi's like, oh, yeah. I said, yeah, I've had him since then. But. <laughs> no, but I, and I think that's a good thing. Um, and I'm quite a personable person, so I get to know people, I get to know parents and stuff as well. So, um, and it's all, it's all part and parcel of being a coach, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But no, good chat. Um, so this is coming from uh, Cara, folks. Oh, Cara. <laughs> She's hey, buddy, hope you enjoyed Christmas and your birthday. That's to me, obviously. Uh, if you have Rosie on your show, ask him about the season he managed us, last game of the season on the coach back from Bristol Rovers. Uh, he had a couple too many. Uh, uh, Oxford United ladies. I was manager of the ladies team. Yes. Right. Um, and I took my mum. I love my mum. She, <laughs> she, she thought we were going shopping again. Um, so I took my mum. We went to... Uh, Bristol Rovers away, I think they've had it Yate Town, and um, we won. Last game was manager, and I just said, Thanks so much, ladies, fine. We left the bar late because yeah. they, everyone was on pints in those days, yeah. right, in, in my mum. Um, <laughs> we got in the coach, absolutely battered, and halfway back down, I can't believe she said it, halfway back down uh, the A420. Um, ladies need we need to go to the toilet so I've just gone seriously so this is an old so yeah not a coach with a toilet in it this is back in the days <laughs> so all of a sudden I set the driver out to pull over so we pulled in a lay-by <laughs> and all the women all my all my team climb over the fence and they're squatting in the field <laughs> So like, my mum, I love my mum, I love my mum. My mum, so, everyone loved my mum as well. And my mum went, oh dear, Rosie, Pete, what's happening, Pete? <laughs> so I said, mum, just look to your right. We've got a field over there. Don't look in the field over there. <laughs> and then they've all climbed back over. And I'm like, come on, girls. And, like, and then one of the girls come in. I can't believe I'm going to say this. One of the girls come back in and said, come on, hurry up. And she's like, come on now. I said, come on, get, we've got to get back on. Get going. So she gets back and she said, Rosie, I've had a shit. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. I'm not going to mention it. I'm not going to mention who it is. 
But Nula was fantastic. Um, <laughs> we get, and then we get back, Nula. <laughs> and then we get back to the we get back to the manor and we go into the manor and they're playing bingo. It's a Sunday night. Yeah. They're playing bingo. So I start calling numbers. Uh, six and four. Yeah. It's twenty-seven. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm calling the numbers. They're absolutely battered. Yeah. So we're getting a few of them on next season. Oh yeah. So I think Cara and Paula. Did you yeah, make Paula? P-O-P, yeah. 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 Okay. Any others that, that we should? We've got Angie. And Angie Malik. Yeah. Now my uh, married Jason Donovan. So I've got Angie in. Okay. So um, could get Angie. She's in London. Uh, no, nobody else. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> That'd but be enough for you. We're, we're, yeah, Cara's on the case. She's rounded up a few. Um, ben Green has come, put, what a legend, was in charge of our head at the middle uh, year six team that played at Wembley, representing mm-hmm. Oxford United. Um, Steve Jenks has said, ask Rosie about our trip to Berkhamsted. Berkhamsted, yeah. Um, <laughs> we went to Berkhamsted playing for, I think, the city at okay. the time. Um, and we had to drive and everything else, and we, we couldn't find Berkhamsted Town Football Club. Okay. So uh, I'm driving, Jenks is next door, and I said, this fellow will help you. So Jenks has got, excuse me, he said, and there's all these people, yeah. loads of people, we picked this guy. <laughs> yeah. And Jenks went, excuse me, um, can you tell us where Berkhamsted Football Club is? And he went, da, 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 da. he said, Berkhamsted, he said, you're in it. <laughs> yeah, but where's the football club? Where's the football club? The Berkhamsted, you're in it. <laughs> so, uh, window went up, <laughs> drove off one like village, <laughs> one village, and we found him. <laughs> lost, lost two one, got there late. <laughs> Wish you never found it. I know. <laughs> um, great bloke, proper legend, but cost me a week's wage after getting me drunk on Christmas Day around his place. Totally blame him. I was staying in like a good boy until he made me go around his place. Coops. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Andy Cooper. Andy Cooper from Didcot. We were like, he'd come over. Uh, he lived in Stevenson at the time. And he'd come over with his missus and the kid. What's yeah. his boy's name? Yeah. And he was only like, <laughs> knee eye to a grasshopper. Now he's like grown up. Um, yeah, Coop's come round and I said, have a couple. Had a couple more, a couple more. I wasn't playing on Boxing Day. I think he was. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, sorry Coops. <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly, not a question, but make sure you thank him for all the work he does for Oxford Grassroots Footy. That's from Mark Wilkins, he's a bit of a Master Saints legend of Mark Wilkins, he used to be a ref, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He was um, Northway, and he was Northway yeah, boy sort of thing. Yeah. See, do remember people. I've got two questions I wanted to Go on, Reece, just throw yeah. yeah. So, any uh, outstanding half-time crossbar challenge moments that come into your mind? Um, <laughs> two... Uh, we were sponsored by Wagon Wheels back in the day, right. and we had boxes and boxes of Wagon Wheels in the office that we tried to give away to kids. First year, everyone loved them, give them away, the chocolate ones and the donut ones or whatever. And, yeah. and then we, we used to have a hang a donut, like a, a round circle um, on the on the bar at, the, at London Road End, and we had so many boxes. So I bought three big boxes, I said, about 300 Wagon Wheels. <laughs> Got this lad out, and I said, if, if you knock it into the to the tyre, yeah. like with a net on it, yeah. I said, you win a box. And he's, he's pinged it, and he's, he's won a box of wagon wheels. I said, and all the crowd are giving it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, do it again, three times out of five. Right, he's got, so we've got rid of like, like 500. <laughs> <laughs> he's everybody's mate now. Like, we could, after the third year of the sponsorship, we couldn't give them away. The kids on the soccer course are now fine. They're a little bit fat at the time, the kids, because we're not the healthiest thing. And then we played Pompey, a night game at the manor. Um, rained a little bit. I'm in my nice suit. Liar, I'm in my dodgy suit. <laughs> and we did a crossbar challenge, it all went well. Not the best of games, nil-nil. Not the, 
packed crowd at the Cookie Lane, about eight, nine thousand. Um, and then the ball boy picked up the, the ball bag by the dugouts, and there was a few balls scattered about, and I'm not going to ping this to him. And he went, Rosie. So I thought, yeah, go on out, I can still ping a ball. <laughs> so as I've pinged the ball, standing foot's gone. I've got my shoes on, by the way, what yeah. a nugget. My standing foot's gone, boom, and I'm the only one on the pitch with a mic in my hand, landed flat on my back. <laughs> One of them. And it was the biggest year of the night. <laughs> one of them. Like, she fell over. <laughs> both sets of supporters. Brilliant. And I stood up and I'm thinking, right, I've got to say something now. Yeah. I had nothing to say. <laughs> so I just, I just put the mic to my mouth and went, shook my head, and then took a bow and walked off. My back was killing for three days. <laughs> and uh, there was a shout. I was lucky I didn't have a good suit on, Rosie. <laughs> Most embarrassing time, but no, good, good days. Final question, then, mate. It was just one I spoke to Lee about, actually. I thought it'd be quite a nice one to throw out there. So, obviously, your time with the Centre of Excellence. Anyone outstanding that, you know, didn't make it, that's not going to be a, you know, one of these superstars that are in your, your team or, you know... People like to hear their name. I thought it might be a nice touch, uh, you know. Yeah. Name dropper, uh, maybe a couple or, or a few lads that you thought were, were great at the time. I know it'd probably be tough, but basically yeah. you're asking any lads that should have made it that didn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know, <laughs> everybody, everybody said, like, Rosie, what you know when you let me go? Wasn't me. That was Elias. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or Jonah. Yeah, you want the Jonas. Um, we all make mistakes. I've been funny. We all, you know, at the time, you, you just think at that time compared to the kids that you've got. You've got to make a decision. You yeah. can't take everybody. Yeah, of course, no, uh, yeah. and it is tough. Um, uh, you, you, you were right, but you weren't good. Um, <laughs> no, but it, no, I weren't fishing for that. Well, no, no. <laughs> the, the one that that we let go that made it, Matty Taylor. Yeah, he, yeah. You know, Matty yeah, Taylor from Abingdon. Uh, he was my best goalkeeper, and I just remember he was the best goalkeeper in the county <laughs> under Dean Whitehead, and and and, that, and he was different class. And he wanted to be a left back. I said, he's never going to be a left back. You know, we said you, you wouldn't be a left back. But looking at his dad, Simon, who's six foot two, and his mum's Debbie, is hindsight, yes. So we let him go. He went back to play under 13, 14s for Quarry. And then he went to Luton, made the first team. Then he went to Pompey, and then England under 21. Never going to make a player. England under 21s, and, you know, <laughs> still never going to make a player. Um, Bolton, you know, played at the top flight. Yeah. Goals, great left foot on him. Uh, and it was a mistake we made, but sometimes people need to be released to get going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Howard Forrington. You no, can't no, get more right, can you? Yeah, we're still, you know, but, but we've made a lot of good good Absolutely. signings. You know, your Dean White is your Sam Ricketts and your Chris Hackett's and your, yeah, you know, Dexter as well. Mm -hmm. You know, but Dexter didn't play for our first team, but he went to Southampton. Yeah. I've had him back as a guest, um, and he's a good, good pro, has been a good pro, talks a good game. Um, lots of good memories, huh? But yeah. yeah, we all make mistakes, goodness me. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Right then, let's get down to business. The All Star 11 is sponsored by Muddy Spades Limited, Oxfordshire's Premier League landscape gardeners. And to celebrate our partnership, we're coming up with an All Star 11 with gardening related names. For example, Soil Campbell, Ian Brush and Pop Jennings. Can you get involved and help us with players with gardening related names? Get in touch via Facebook or Twitter and let us know your shouts. And for those of you that are looking for a new landscape gardener, call Muddy Spades Limited on 07483 897 940. Don't forget to mention Pick That Out for 10% discount.
See you later. Yeah, I, I, I did it all right and I wrote it all down and then my the hardest thing for me, my daughter started to scribble on it last night. <laughs> so there was paint everywhere. She's nine and she didn't realise it was my team. So I've had to rewrite it again this morning. <laughs> um, where do you want to start? Keeper? Formation? Format, I'm going four, four, two. Mike Bassett. With, uh, with my right winger pushing on. Because okay. he can't defend for toffees. <laughs> yeah. um, struggle yeah. with my goalkeeper. Go for it. Lee, I struggle with my goalkeeper. Okay. I've got two keepers, yeah. so we're not going to concede many. Um, <laughs> Colin Fleet. Yep. Played without Abbott in town. Yep. Uh, he did break my nose in an FA Cup game. Did you in your suitcase? Uh, no, not this week. Um, <laughs> and Mitch, Kevin Mitchell, keeper yep. at Marlow. Yeah. Uh, great keeper. Good lad, Mitch. So I've got, I've got Fleet here and Mitch. So 45 minutes each. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. No problem. If yeah. that's okay, uh, let them fight that out. My back four, uh, left back Brian House. Yep. House here at left back. Um, steady Eddie, great left foot. I always want a want a proper left footer at left back for me. Yeah. Um, I like Halsey. He's a really nice kid over in Ireland now. Uh, still in touch with him as well. Yeah. So I liked Halsey. Uh, couldn't have a bus queue, but he was alright. Um, <laughs> two centre halves. Go on. Oh, that's, I'm gonna upset people. Andy Leach. Yeah, Leachy, uh, played with him at Marlow, but he's obviously a Whitney boy. Yeah. Um, absolutely crazy mental, like nothing gets past him. Yeah. Loved him. Is he and a stopper? Or stopper. Play a bit as well? Uh, I wouldn't say play a bit, um, but you know what you're getting with him. Yeah. You know, uh, John Ivy Lynch. Yeah. Next door to him. John was my captain at Abingdon Town. Yeah. And just, he's been in lots and lots and yeah. lots of teams. He got offered a pro contract at Oxford United and turned it down because. He was chefing and still doing, yeah. and he, he, he changed his mind. He didn't want to be a be a pro footballer. That's mad, now. No, well, I think the money in was, was different, and he was getting more money, and he could see that it wasn't a career like changing for him. Um, but yeah, um, but he, he coached in the centre of excellence for me those on those Monday nights. Loved him. So big John. He was. I'm. I'm double barreled. He's the double barrel black man. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> when we played for Abingdon Town, we got. I got. A, Abused by a Chelsea supporter when we played somewhere in London. Yeah, you double. Oh, can I say punts? So like. okay. yeah, double. Yeah. You double barrel punts. You double barrel punts, and I'm like, it's absolutely going for me like crazy. That's the worst abuse I've ever. That's not even horrible, is it? You, you, you double barrel. Not coming at half time, and, and John Harvey went. He said. Um, I said, it might be you, Johnny's after, double barreled. And he said, no, he didn't say double barreled black punts. <laughs> um, and Johnny's on my phone as DBBP. Um, so, John, me, uh, so Andy, Andy Leach, John Harvey, yeah. Santa Rafa, uh, I'm not going to concede many. And the wonderful Julian Dark. Julian Dark is going to play right back for me. <laughs> If, if that's okay, um, you can be suitably impressed. It's suitably, absolutely marvellous. Um, so a video of ice skating last night. I did as well. Yeah, I so. Was it the holding? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't watch it. He's buzzing around. and He kills a kid, doesn't he? Did you see it? Yeah. Oh, did you remember on his show? He's, yeah, he's yeah, been yeah, ice hockey, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Did you know that? He said. No, Holdy tag picked that out and said, yeah. "Here's the proof of Julian Dark." He skinned yeah, around. Yeah. And I didn't Dark. see that. I love Darky. Poor um, research. <laughs> he, yeah, right back because steady at it again. He just done. Like, yeah, he's, he's your seven and a half, eight out of ten every, every week. Game. Yeah, like, like, and he's a lovely man as well. So my uh, middle four, my right wing is going to be Jermaine, Jermaine McSpoen. Yep. Like pace, not too sure about his final delivery, but I had him up top early on, but I've just dragged him down as a get forward and, and uh, with his just rapid pace. He's, so fast. I enjoyed his time. He's a, what, a good, good kid as well. Um, yeah. So, it, but Julian can look after him. Yep. See, so give him the ball, just tell him what to do. Um, 
going across from midfield, right side midfield, look Les Phillips. Yep, Sir Les. Sir Les is one of the best players I've ever played with yep. in non-league and pro. Him and I got a great relationship. Yep. Um, again, I don't think we've got enough time for stories, but him and I used to punch each other a lot. Um, <laughs> we used to chin each other because I got a good jaw, he had a good jaw. Um, during, we used to like just a side chin, not front chin because that hurts. Yeah. Um, and every now and again when I wasn't watching, he'd chin me and then I'd chin him back. Uh, worked at Carpenter's Arms one day and I chinned him yeah. at the bar yeah. and he nearly went down. <laughs> yeah. And his, and his missus went, stop punching my legs. I said, it's right, I know one's coming back. <laughs> so I've opened up in the bar like this and I'm looking at the toilet, he's got the toilet and I'm, I'm watching the toilet door and I'm like waiting for, waiting for him to come out, just, you know, and then another pint of Guinness and black and, what, and then one of them. And I'm being having to me, he's climbed out the window, yeah. gone round the car park and come round the back of the other door and he smashed me <laughs> from that, this side. And then he's missing me, you deserve that, Rosie. Yeah. <laughs> Eyes watering. <laughs> Rosie, take that as you go, son. Um, and next door, a little Les, uh, Roger Charles. Yeah. I love Roger. Roger played at Urban in Town. Yeah, just him and Les always play well together in there. Um, yeah, I like, I like Roger. Just he liked to get forward. Good to score goals as well. Yeah. So so Les wouldn't be running anywhere forward. <laughs> so he'd let Roger do the donkey work there. And then I've got Brocky. Play with yeah. Brocky, obviously as a pro, but obviously Oxford City can deliver. So doesn't yes. it doesn't need to go past people, it just delivers. So Brocky on the left, yeah. Roger Charles midfield with Les and Jermaine on the right. Um two big boys up top. Yeah. I've gone old school. I've gone Steve Jenkins, Ooh. gone Jenks. A popular uh, choice. Is, I can imagine, yeah. can score from anywhere. Um, when he was mobile, he was different class. But even when he was lacking pace and struggled his fitness, he could always score from anywhere. Yeah. Um, I gave everything. And I've got Richard Evans up there as well. Richard played for me at Marlow. Okay, yeah, and he's a, yeah, an ex-Reading pro, played yeah. at Windsor, I think, as well. Um, he lives in Spain now, I'm in touch with him still. So it's just... Yeah, Richard Evans and, and Steve Jenkins up top. They're not going to do much work, but <laughs> yeah. you want, um, you've got Jermaine doing the work and you've got Brocky sticking the ball in the box. certainly put it in the back of the net. Yeah. That's, a good, that's a good side, isn't it? That is a, that is a very, very good side. And, uh, your sub. <laughs> yeah, um, I, yeah, used to that. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I'm sub, you're water boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and any honourable mentions? Subwise or, or in the in the no, squad, anyone that you feel harsh leaving out? Um, Brendan Rogers, maybe. You know, I've just got a name, but I've done the name drop with Brendan. But um, I don't know. I, you know, just lots of ex-players that I've played with, ex-pros that I've played with. Um, I don't know. I, I was sat there last night going through everything, like Oxford yeah. City, Milo, and yeah, you wouldn't know some of them. You wouldn't know some of them. Um, Dave Nolan was a right winger for. Uh, Marlow, like a young lad, but just gallop forward. He's calling him Linda, Linda Nolan. Yeah. So as you do, um, like the, I don't know, just Kerry Evans and Fergie at Marlow, and then Oxford City. You've got the Fontaines and I don't yeah, know. Of course, yeah. Honestly, yeah. I, you, can we not play like twenty six yeah. aside? <laughs> yeah. It's the hardest thing I've had. Uh, hardest thing I've done this week. To be fair. <laughs> Excellent. So, um, anything else you want to cover or talk about before we sign off? Or we? Uh... Yeah, just just a pleasure to, to get in, invited, you know, um, and lots of nice comments, which is lovely. Just enjoy my life, you know. I've got I've got two great kids now. I've got Max is fourteen and Gabby's nine. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a late dad. Um, uh, could never hit the target apparently. So, <laughs> um, so I no, just just enjoy my life at the moment, and so still at the club and enjoying that as well. So, yeah, just. 
No, it's great to see you doing well. It's nice to see you uh, after all these years and uh, an absolute Oxford United and local legend, Rosie. So thank you very much, mate. Thank you. Brilliant. We're back next week with the Kennington legend, which is Rob Cattell. Sure, follow that, Rob. Follow that one, boy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're back next week with Rob Cattell. Keep liking and sharing. Thank you very much for all your support. And we'll see you next week. Cheers.